that time again, gearheads. Welcome to the fastest growing show on the internet, loved by Swifties and Craigophiles alike. Today, Blind Mike discusses that thing that Stuttering John proposed, asked others to do the work, and then canceled. Yeah, Mike, you can keep this intro as an evergreen. It will happen again. Make sure you go to blindmike.net for all things Blind Mike, including who are these socials? And why are you laughing? And now your host, a man with the single greatest after show on the planet, with guest Carl Hamburger from Who Are These Podcasts tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on the Hack Ride YouTube channel. Blind Mike Geary! I gotta say, it was real smooth how they slipped in the plug for the after. (laughs) Almost like it, it didn't even happen. I barely noticed it. I didn't notice a thing. No, it, it wasn't wedged in there. With it, They took way more time promoting the after show. They list three podcasts that I do. <laughs> that took four seconds. <laughs> they, they list the guest that's on with them tonight, the time, the YouTube channel. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the only show where it's more important to promote the after show. <laughs> hey, guys, remember when they talked about Coach HP earlier? I remember that. That'll be fun. Yeah, did they actually land Carl? Is Carl actually doing yeah. it? Yeah, it's very annoying. I asked Carl to be on two weeks ago. And he said no. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah. Uh, so, Hack Ride. Guys, go subscribe to uh, Hack Ride. He's very, very subtly. I'd say maybe, you know, take your foot off the gas a little bit in promoting the after show. Maybe people should watch this show first and then... See if they want to hear more about it later, you know? Be the one after show that doesn't touch on the the actual one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like that's, that might be what it is. Because so their first guest is Carl from WATP, my co-host from Who Are These Socials? Mm-hmm. I was listening to Carl. Uh, they discussed Joe Matarese. So obviously they had Eric Zane on instead of me. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they discussed uh, Joe Matarese yeah. and a few months ago we played on WATS we played clips of Matarese's stand up mm-hmm. because I was like hey tell me if you think like I couldn't tell 100% but I was like it sounds like these are like fake laugh like he's doing like laugh track stuff oh interesting and so we played that a few months ago and we laughed about it and then it was funny because uh, today I was listening to Carl talk about Matteries and he plays a clip of his stand-up and he, with, that, with no irony, goes, I think those laughs might be sweetened. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I just love the idea of Carl, just to stick it to me every week, chose a topic from Who Are These Socials and approached it as if he's never discussed it in his life. <laughs> do, you think, do you think Hack Ride's going to replace you on that show? Probably, yeah. They're best buds now. That'd be dirty. That'd be dirty. I just like, like next week. He's like this Chili De Castro guy. He's very anti-cop. It seems. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The heck, this Dat fan. I don't think he's particularly good. Last comic standing. I, How did he get on that? I was gonna say if they dive head first into Coach HP and Dat fan, we're gonna have to go to war. I think. <laughs> These laughs might be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So go. uh Go listen to them. I'm sure it'll be an after show where they just berate the people on the show for an hour, I imagine. And then Electra tells us how we weren't nice enough to them. <laughs> she's she's in here promoting the Blind Mike project right now. <laughs> it's like a little too late. <laughs> They're already here. Yeah. 
No, it's on. Uh, oh, she's promoting it now. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, you know, yeah. Hey, thank you, thank you, Electra. <laughs> said good. Hey guys in the chat, check out the Blind Mike Project if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> she said good morning. You're watching the Blind Mike Project. <laughs> That's very funny. It is funny. <laughs> He's funny. She's very funny. Um, yeah, guys, subscribe. Uh, go go check out Hackride. He's doing a, a after show at nine tonight. Which, if I could ask one thing, I like Hackride. I don't like to set him off when I. When I voice these critiques, he gets very angry and yells at me. But did you notice, like, uh, I, I saw a message this morning or maybe late last night where he's like, uh, I'll be by at the end of the show today to promote the after show. <laughs> oh, oh, will you? <laughs> Good. I'll jot that down on my agenda. I'm glad you told me. Thank you for alerting me. You see, here's the problem now, though, is I gave him access to my stream yard, so he can do whatever he wants right now. That's the thing is, he's like, he's like, no need, no link needed. I'll just be there. <laughs> oh, good. Although, I wonder if he could still get in. Yeah, I would say, just how about you know, just to humor me, to make me, I, so I can pretend I'm running the operation here. <laughs> Maybe go, hey, Mike, would you mind if I came on the show? Yeah. Maybe we'll have just D to just to you know tickle my ego, I guess. We'll just have DJ Electra promote it while it's like right after it starts in the show chat. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that would be more effective, guys. This might be boring, but Hack Ride's coming on at the end, so you're gonna want to stick around. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Don't touch that yes. dial, as they used to say. So uh, yeah, go subscribe to Hack Ride. Check that out. But also, also, if you wouldn't mind, that's more. That's you know, that's most important. <laughs> you fell into his trap, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but also, if you if you once you're done with that, once that is out of the way, uh, if you'd also be willing to subscribe to this channel and uh, check out all the shows that I do, including the Blind Mike Project. Why are you laughing? And uh, who are these socials? All the links are blindmike.net. Um, we do this show every Sunday at 10 a.m. If you listen later, you can watch us live, uh, super chat us, all that fun stuff. And uh, why are you laughing? Who are these socials I do every Thursday? Carl has no idea that we do it, but I, I remember the good times. <laughs> the body double of Carl is in there. <laughs> <laughs> this is Joe Matarese guy. It seems like he's Italian. <laughs> do you believe he focuses on that? <laughs> He's not very good at podcasting. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, later in the program, I'm going to point out that Stuttering John's a real jerk. So I guess, <laughs> that's actually, I guess I'm guilty of it, too. That's a but. great point. <laughs> but yeah, blindmike.net, we appreciate you guys checking out uh, all of our free links wherever you get podcasts. And if you want to subscribe, get early access and bonus content, um, then become a Patreon or YouTube member. We appreciate those as well. Blindmike.net is uh, where it's at. So before the uh, show, I was perusing the internet. Do you know anything about this uh, Stephen Colbert thing? It's from the other night, right? It's from like Thursday or Friday night. The first I've seen of it was like when you sent it. I it was trending for some reason. So I went and watched the full context. He's just doing a regular monologue. I thought this might have been a TED talk or something. But this was, this was trending. And the main reason I found it interesting is because like the people tweeting it out, it was all this clip. It was all cut up like this. No, like, monologue jokes or anything were included. And it was presented like, they're like, how great is that? Finally, Stephen Colbert saying what we're all thinking. So I was like, oh, boy, is Stephen Colbert funny again? But what I found is I realized I want this. We talked, we did a Why You Laughing that comes out this week about Shane Gillis hosting Saturday Night Live. Um, or the Why You Laughing was about him getting fired. But we discussed mm -hmm. uh, how we would approach his hosting. 
I realized what I want him to do. And that is this. So let's hear from Stephen Colbert. I know, I know how numb we've become, but it's not normal. No other candidate for the presidency has ever had to pause his campaign to defend himself in multiple courts. And I would like to point out that in all seven of his cases, no one, no one doubts that he did these things. We're just sitting around patiently waiting to find out if the wheels of justice will grind fast enough for there to be any consequences. And the media is covering it like it's any other political story, like it's all horse race. Because it's, don't get me started, Stephen. Don't get me started on this, Stephen. It's all horse race? What does that mean? I don't know if I've heard that phrase before. Uh, he's flipping out about this left-wing manufactured bullshit, trying to go after Trump, get him off ballots. And he's like, I can't believe no one's covering this and they're letting him do it. It's because it's all fake. Shut up. Well, okay. My point is more. I, I just like, I like very serious Stephen. <laughs> he sounds very emotional. Like he's about to cry. This guy used to impersonate Bill O'Reilly every day. <laughs> remember? <laughs> remember when he was funny? Yes. That's, th- that's crazy. This might be one of the sharpest declines because like, you can we can, we we've talked about Howard and uh, Kimmel, and I I sometimes say that Kimmel, um, his his change is probably more egregious than Howard Stern's. Mm-hmm. But when you look at like just one guy to another, Stephen Colbert had one good show for ten years or whatever it was on Comedy Central for. Yeah, and then just the next project he did is so bad, terrible. <laughs> it's wild. I don't know if I've seen anything. That can compare to that, where he's literally, he was hilarious as, uh, on the Colbert Report. Mm-hmm. And literally, like, doesn't tell jokes. So I watched, the, to get the full context, I watched um, the monologue that this was a part of. And I'm not joking. This is 2024. It's for, dated the other day. Maybe it's a, maybe it was a best of or something that I'm not aware of. But it was posted the other day. And I shit you not, there's a joke later where he says something about uh, Trump took Two minutes to do something. And he goes, that's twice as long as he lasted with Stormy Daniels. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. That's fresh, huh? Wow. <laughs> Pretty good. And he grabbed her by the pussy. Hello, folks. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> but all, all I can think of as I was watching this is how great would it be? Because the, I think... The true fans of his would know it was a joke, but if Gillis just came out on SNL and did that, mm-hmm. like just a, no, no jokes, just like, Hey guys, we need to cut the crap and put this redheaded pig behind bars. I would love it. If, if Shane <laughs> was just really passionately <laughs> pleading with, with America, I want Shane to be like as left wing as possible for 90 minutes on Saturday. <laughs> That'd be very funny. Yes. That, that would be a way to go. Cause I, like th- there's part, like everyone wants him to do uh, the Norm Macdonald monologue basically, mm-hmm. but that like Norm already did that. It's been done. It would be funnier to just completely cuck it up for an hour. I mean, I wonder, I wonder what would happen if the Colbert report was still a thing. Like would he have, would he have oh, interesting. Like would Trump have broken him? Yeah. Because he did like... Oh, that's, that's an interesting question. I've talked about this before. It was like one of the funniest things. It was the night that uh, Obama won re-election, I believe. Yeah. And the Colbert Report opens up. I used to watch both. I used to watch Daily Show and, and that back-to-back. I thought they were both very funny. It's wow. It opens up and he's in his bathrobe eating popcorn. And the cold open is just him going, Hey, America, fuck you. <laughs> and then it goes into the music. It was very funny. Now, he would never yeah. do that. 
that's interesting. Would Trump have broken him or is it because he's on this, I guess, bigger platform, even though more people were probably watching the Colbert Report than watch the Late Show now? Oh, definitely. Which is weird to think about. Yeah. I mean, at the time, certainly like Letterman was bigger than Colbert, obviously. But now I would bet more people watched the Colbert Report than are watching. It might be close. I don't know. I'd be curious to... If anyone finds those numbers, let me know. But yeah, it's it's amazing the the drop off where he's just this like super political guy, and like he was an improv guy. So what's interesting to me about it is I'm, I guess he's interested in politics, um, but he's not a comic. He wasn't like a young George Carlin that had these views and wanted to get him out. Right. He was an improv guy. You yell a. a, a and a funny job to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he comes up with a wacky bit around it. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the weird part to me is that he's like this this commentator who has these powerful statements that he that he puts out like that. And to be fair, there were jokes in the monologue. They weren't particularly good, mm-hmm. but I do like and you maybe you could clip things from, you know, Carson's monologue where it sounded like he was really serious, but he's just completely lost touch with with anything remotely comedy centric for sure. Um, uh, we got some, uh, super chats here. If you want to get to them. Oh my goodness. Already oh, already you, pouring in here. Uh, Ben R 10 bucks. I was going to spend this money on a Craig file posters for my neighborhood, but Mike can have it instead. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. We'll do the, we'll do the leg work. We'll do the dirty work. Uh, box eating dead two bucks. Kirk is being a baby and cooked. Craig, a Coney. I didn't say that. (laughs) 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 Um, uh, Dang lizard, five euros. Carl just thought it was easy, like stealing a parking spot from a blind man or like (laughs) Craig says the innocence of a baby. I didn't say that either. Yeah, no, that's true. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Um, uh, Murchison's mouse, five bucks. I tune in for Mike and Craig, but stick around for hack ride. Hack riders unite. (laughs) That's big of you to throw us in there. Most people just come and are like, When's, when are we going to get to the hack ride stuff? In uh, Cardiff Electric 279, uh, I guess I'm just last week's potatoes. <laughs> yeah, you could add hack ride on. He, he, you know, he wanted to go with uh, the big star. He, he doesn't Carl like Carl Hamburger. That is, that is all for now. That would have been fun if he had uh, Cardiff on. You know, you get, you get the perspective of what it's like to be in the hot seat with me. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you pull pull pranks like disappearing act on a blind guy, and he's just still talking. Yeah, we can look behind the potato. Yeah, yeah. Let's, um, let's peel you. All right, well, enough nonsense. Let's get into some some stuff here. Uh, I wanted to talk about. Uh, we, I don't I, I don't show you guys enough stuff that I like on pop. We're always tearing people down, but this was just something I thought was very funny. Uh, the Luis J. Gomez and Tim Dillon. We're at a very fancy man's Super Bowl party, and they felt the need to call something into question, which I found uh, to be very funny. So let's hear them on the Real Ass Podcast. It's uh, Lewis, Tim, and Zach Amico. But with this person is much more successful than either one of us to whose house we went to. We're not going to say who it is. We're not going to say who it is. But oh, I thought we were going to just say it. 
No, we're not going to say it. Oh, okay. Or, or should we say it? I don't think it matters. I don't think we're, how mean are you going to be? I'm not going to be mean. Sal Volcano. <laughs> <laughs> All right. From the Impractical Jokers. Now, we love Sal, and we love, love Sal. Sal. I think it's I fine. love Sal. Sal's the fucking man. I'm not going to say anything that I literally wouldn't say to Sal's face. Here's the reality. The spread was not it. It was ridiculous. It was bad. He's too rich it was to too, order pizza. I, when I have people in my house, I've done it several times. I have it in the, in the, in the summer and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I really put some put some work and effort into it. Uh, he this is a guy who we love, but he has a podcast about food. Last night they took out. I watched him take out Trader Joe's fried olives <laughs> and heat them up in a microwave. <laughs> These people have tens of millions of dollars. It's disgusting and absurd. It's actually disrespectful and it's immoral. <laughs> There's more that we'll get to, but the one thing that stuck out to me was that he mentioned Trader Joe's, and to me that's like the height of luxury. I mean, I go to. I'm like Trader Joe's. We're eating good, baby. <laughs> this is we we've struck gold. Trader Joe's uh, dark chocolate peanut butter cups. I suggest everyone go spend a small fortune on those. They're very delicious. <laughs> oh yes, the peanut butter cups are. Those are better than Reese's. That's what I always say. They're so good. Yes, I I agree with you actually. Um, yeah. So they're at uh, Salvocano's house, and he does this podcast with Joe DeRosa where they talk very, uh, you know. They're, they're food aficionados of sorts. And this is what Sal puts out as a spread at the Super Bowl, and they get more into it. <laughs> I don't know why they're so mad. I'm all for it. It's it's it, it's a very funny. You'll hear Tim get angrier as this goes on. It's very funny. The thing, there were underprivileged people at that party last night. Like, Adrian Iapolucci was excited <laughs> to be in a house. She was excited to be in a house, and she thought she was going to get a little ZD, a couple of sausage and peppers, and meatball. It didn't happen. Yeah. No. And it would have been nice. Uh, well, you, this is what I told my, because I brought my son, I brought my girlfriend. I was yeah. Like, I was like, look, these people, I was like, guys, be Even your best Even James behavior. was probably like, hey, this isn't, this isn't great. <laughs> James, 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 James is a young guy. spit on the He's floor. He's a young guy. Say, and this is the truth, yeah. Did you, did you did you get the text message about how to get in? Yeah. In the text message, it said, come hungry. Oh, it's, <laughs> uh, it is, no, it's actually, as much as we're kidding around, it was what was done was wrong. <laughs> it's actually what was done was wrong. What was done was actually wrong. They have a podcast about food called Taste Buds. <laughs> it said, come hungry. I looked at, yeah, at it. Said, come hungry, leave angry. <laughs> I looked at Jenna and James. I was like, guys, let's not eat. I was like, they're Italian. My assumption, I was like, I assumed there was going to be fucking like cheese towers. When you, when you walk in a place like that, you're thinking they're going to have a Russo's on the Bay, which is a catering hall in Brooklyn cocktail hour for a wedding. I'm talking baby <laughs> lamb chops, antipas platters, stuffed mushrooms. Things are overflowing. Chafing dishes of food. They had four bowls of potato chips and fried olives. It was heinous. It looked like the gas digital monthly meeting. It was really, really crazy. It was great. And then they brought out chili, which was heinous. It was cold. It was heinous. literally it was chili. freezing. The cheese would not <laughs> melt in the chili. It was cold chili. And it's almost like, are they saying, we're rich? Fuck you. <laughs> it's almost like, are they saying, it fuck you? It felt like ever. a slap in the face. It was a, it was a slap in the face. Um, that couldn't have been an impractical joke. That's what I said. It I said, maybe been. they were like, like Murr was in a closet with a yeah. headpiece on. Being like, serve them cold yeah, chili. chili. Bring out the cold <laughs> Sir, All right, cool. tell, tell him to come hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea of the Gomez family starving themselves throughout oh, the day. You know what? <laughs> that could have been a punishment or something. <laughs> Kids 
we're eating good tonight. <laughs> his girlfriend and his kid. And they're like, let's, let's save some room in our bellies because the volcanoes are going to, volcanoes are going to treat us to a real feast. Dad, I come in and there's potato chips. <laughs> Dad, I didn't touch the ribeye in the fridge because they said to come hungry. <laughs> come hungry is the best part of that. That's yeah. what makes it feel almost like a prank. <laughs> but, but Tim gets uh, even angrier about this. And it was, I don't know. I just thought it was good. I like to, uh, you know, spread a little positivity once in a while. We focus on terrible podcasts too often, but this was funny. But, um, Here's how bad it was. There was a girl in, in Gaza recently. Oh, God. Who was in a, and, and this is wrong. I don't know if the Israelis did this or not. People are saying they did on Instagram. She was in a hospital. They knew because she was calling, going, my family's dying. They're all dead. She was in an ambulance going to like the one remaining hospital they have. And potentially the Israelis actually targeted the ambulance and killed her, blew her up in the ambulance. Wow. Here's how bad it was. (laughs) (laughs) If the ambulance instead drove to Staten Island and that girl (laughs) got out of the car and walked upstairs to this and looked at the spread, she would say, am I still in Gaza? (laughs) Because this is what we were eating in Gaza. The bowls of potato chips. Is this still Gaza or have I she would not even know she was in America I should you not chips, chips and dip, chips and dip. <laughs> these people have more money than God <laughs> outraged I do I, I think here's what it might be though is uh it's two guys that don't give a fuck about the game talking about the Super Bowl party right so they're like, they don't, they don't give a fuck about what's going on in the television. They're like, well, so where's the food? We were told to come hungry. And they get, they get chips and dip. But the, the come hungry text is very funny yeah. to me. If, if there, if, so if I went to this party and there wasn't chips and dip or pizza, I would have this reaction. Like, what the fuck is this? Isn't that what's right? Like, I, I would think that if there were, if there was like racks of lamb and shit like that, I'd be like, oh, that's kind of disappointing because I'm trash. I'm not like, <laughs> I would be like, I shouldn't be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. DJ Electra in the chat. Go to blindmike.net for all things Blind Mike. <laughs> Thank you, Electra. That's very kind. Everyone, guys, listen to DJ Electra and go to blindmike.net. Subscribe. We appreciate it. <laughs> uh, that's very funny. I wish I was there. <laughs> I know. I know. It's a real, it's a, it's a real shame. I would be like, yeah. Can you believe he's got Trader Joe's? <laughs> I'd be like, any by any chance you get the uh, mac and cheese balls from Trader Joe's also? Those are pretty good. <laughs> pish, pish posh, as they say. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Tim, uh, that's what Tim is really great at. Like I, I've said before, I mean, he's bigger than this now, so I guess it's almost a, a, a slight to him. But like, he would have been a great radio guy if he wanted to be that like a you know Rush Limbaugh or Alex Jones or something Definitely. like he very he has that muscle he very easily could have done that just talked for uh you know four hours on the radio or whatever yeah he's but he he jokes about everyone which is always what I look for <laughs> you know sure because <laughs> as much as I like uh Kumia or DePaulo as we've talked it's like at some point I'm just like all right I was trying to think of this how close is Tim Dillon to hosting SNL um, Would they ever do that because of the political stuff? I mean, because Shane Shane is like technically a more controversial figure, I guess. Yeah, but Shane's also the biggest comic in the country right now, and he is, despite what people want you to think, he's more palatable for both sides, probably. Yeah, because he will make fun of everyone, but so will Tim Dillon. But uh, he like, Tim's harsher, I think. Yeah, and if you look at 
just the Patreon, it's not even close. Like Shane is way above Tim Dillon. Oh, is that right? Yeah. They make they oh, wow. they they have the biggest Patreon by like double. I knew they were the biggest. I didn't know uh, by how much. It I the last I checked it was like double the next Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I think they had like 70,000 patrons. We're on our, we're on our way. Hey, get us there, folks. We're one 1,000th one of the way there. The next time the Be A Man guy brings it up to Shane, we can be like, yeah, yeah, we're in the same league. Um, the other one I'm surprised hasn't hosted yet is uh, Kreischer. That would make sense. I actually me. would have thought that before Shane. Yeah, I th- not saying he's a better comic. Obviously, I'm just saying like he does. He's he's a uh, you know he's got a fun vibe. He's not controversial at all. He's selling out baseball stadiums. He's gonna go do his monologue without a shirt on and be like kind of in shape now. So everyone's gonna be like, why is he doing this? He wants to be. <laughs> I think he wants to be in that world more than someone like Shane does. Yes, he'll play along so, more. He'll do whatever they say. Yeah, so that's another one. I'm I'm surprised, but it's it's weird. Like. Uh, all these guys that like we followed, you know, years ago when they were uh, feature. A lot of them were like features. Like I saw Shane open for Soder, <laughs> right? So like these were not big acts, and now they're the biggest in the country. It's crazy. It is crazy. They, it's <laughs> like if you told uh, Kevin Clancy you should have started uh, kind of a network with these guys and produced their specials. Like I don't know, six seven years ago, <laughs> that would have been lucrative. Yeah, it would be like you wouldn't have to argue to get a, a, a permission to do things at Barstool, New York anymore. <laughs> I think they did. I think they did a Francis Ellis special that you cannot find anywhere. I think they did that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good enough, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Now for the. Uh, oh, we got. We got. I was going to say now for the main course, but we got to get to uh, Callan real quick as well. All right. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to be in. Uh, I'm going to be in Austin. Uh, very soon, and I can get into the comedy mothership. It sounds like really these two men cannot. Oh no! <laughs> or if they do, they'd have to do it the same way that I did and <laughs> buy a ticket. <laughs> oh, you just—that's good. What's up? I, I actually can't wait to hear about how that was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm excited, but uh, I'll get a very similar experience to Callan and Shaw because we're just three fans of Joe Rogan, I guess. <laughs> so. Uh, our buddy Lieutenant Kirk messaged me the other day. It was a screenshot of um, ticket sales. Like, you know, when you go on the app to buy tickets for an event and it says, hey, these seats are still available. Mm-hmm. It was essentially all of them <laughs> still available to uh, the fighter and the kid at the, what is it called? The Vulcan Gas Company or something like that across the street from the mothership, which is very symbolic. Oh that they were, they're, they're, you know, tapping on the glass of the mothership and can't get in. But this is Brian Callen. I don't know what happened with these guys because Joe Rogan, it's Joe Rogan's fault that we know these men. Well, I don't get what happened with Shaw because to my knowledge, nothing controversial that I can recall happened. Like Callen, I get. Maybe it's just well, association. Well, Callen's been on the show. Um, so he's uh, Joe Rogan's still friends with Brian Callen and Callen's been to the mothership. Which Shaw is not. Hmm. That's very interesting to me. But let's play this clip. Let's hear Brian Callen trying to drum up ticket sales uh, by invoking the name of one Joe Rogan. Interesting. 
How excited are you for Austin, buddy? First live show together in a I'm hot pumped, second. Dude. I'm pumped. Too. I talked to can Rogan. I, can I say, I was saying, we were all very sad when we watched Brendan Schaub's video. I was going to say it didn't last long. <laughs> well, the guy can't. Craig, his child is sick. He can't tour anymore for stand up. Oh, oh stand-up. I think that's a very noble thing to do as a father. Yep. Now, it's also way different to travel for your podcast. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you're basically home when you're traveling for a podcast you're essentially still home yeah he could have it's made, not like you're in another state all of a sudden maybe that's the problem rogan was like dude you turn your back on stand-up you can't come to my club maybe yeah he, he had to so brendan Trump had to cancel all of his stand-up dates it's weird why didn't he have to cancel the podcast dates i don't know it's a great question that's very strange to me it's <laughs> a very good question maybe Maybe, maybe it all just lined up to where if a guy was thinking maybe this stand-up comedy career isn't going too well, I'm going to back the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm going to do the thing that actually gets numbers. Well, does it though? Because listen to this. How excited are you for Austin, buddy? First live show together in a I'm hot pumped, I'm pumped. I talked to Rogan. I was oh, saying, yeah. yep, I talked to Rogan yesterday. We told him we're coming. And, uh, Did he give you his approval? Because you can't go yes, to Austin indeed, without yes, him indeed. granting Well, we you. were just talking about... I, that's also part of just being honest. Would they cut out? Truth. It's fucking hard. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, cut? Huh? Was it a cut? Yeah. yeah. Oh, go back. Let me, let me see if I can spot it. Can't go yes, to Austin indeed, without yes, him indeed. granting Well, we you. were just talking about... I, that's also part of just being honest, <laughs> being telling the truth. <laughs> oh, wow. That was egregious. Now, is this kind of like uh, when Segura was pretending to be pissed at um, uh, Theo Vaughn? Is I it, don't think so. No, they're not that fun. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't think they would have had the foresight to do that, and they didn't make a big deal of it or anything. Uh, I think <laughs> I think perhaps some jealousy came out that they didn't want to be exposed. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, indeed. Well, we were just talking about I, that's also part of just being honest, <laughs> being telling. We were just talking about what could they have just been talking about? That wasn't even a smooth cut. We were just talking about. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're just talking about the fact that we can't get into the mothership, even if we beg. <laughs> we were just talking about the fact that this guy gave us a platform and now he doesn't acknowledge we exist. <laughs> Truth is. Yeah, so, uh, Corbin, the chat says you'd have to be blind to miss that hard cut. <laughs> I, I heard it the second time. I apologize. <laughs> All right, let's go. Talking about I, that's also part of just being honest, <laughs> being telling the truth. It's fucking hard. I'm sorry. So, what do you say about Fern Kid live? Or uh, I said to him, I just said, "Hey, this is all I'm going to say." I said, "I said, hey, you're in the area. Oh, you on stage." I go. I'm just saying, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, we're in the area. You could stroll down. He's like, I don't know, man. I might be busy counting Whatever my money. he said. The point <laughs> I is, count my money Thursday night. He's at the mothership. It's a stroll. How, how long of a draw, walk is it? Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> I mean, he kind of is now. I have to count my money. <laughs> Spotify, it's not all here. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> Mothership, it's a stroll. How how long of a drop walk is it? You could you th throw a hush puppy across the street. It's something it. you could mm. throw a hush puppy and hit it. I'm saying your two old buddies, good old Brendan Schaub and Brian Callen, on stage cutting it up. Maybe maybe we'll see. We got some tricks over. up our sleeve. Don't think I'm not gonna call sleeve. him. Don't think I'm not gonna call him from the stage. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, yeah, get some tricks up our sleeve. Have some dignity, Brian. No kill, yeah. boss. We'll see what happens. We, we're. Uh, Either way, it's going to be exciting. We're going to be in Austin. Don't think I don't think I won't go to his house. 
Don't think I will look in the window at his family and <laughs> kind of make the throat cut sign. I kind of appreciate him calling him out for being a shit friend. <laughs> I don't think Rogan is a shit friend. Look at how much he's done for these guys. <laughs> very, very good point. They have an audience because of Joe. That's, that's this is what I'm talking about with people. It's like you can ask for things, but the person doesn't owe you a life forever. That's true. It's like once they decide to stop giving back, that's that's their call. It's fine. They've done enough for you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that's tough. That's a tough look. I'm surprised they didn't cut that part out. <laughs> so, well, what what makes it funnier is there have been reports now, it is the fighter in this kid's subreddit. I would say they have some sort of bias. I don't know if you would agree with that or not. I'd say. I think they kind of, they, they do root for things to be bad. Uh, however, there have been reports from people that were there. Uh, they said the, the venue holds 350 seats. Um, so for comparison, it's about the size of uh, Laugh Boston, for those of you in this area. Um, and it... They said if we're being generous, probably a hundred people showed up. For so for uh Shab? The for the fighter and the kid. Oh, oh god. Oh yeah. no. Well that's what I'm saying. That's what's rough is if Shab's canceling his stand up dates and saying, Hey, the podcast is my bread and butter, it seems like I don't know how well that's doing now. That's not good. That's what I said. I don't think you were on the show when we talked about this, but uh no. like Shab's career is going in reverse order. I know he starts he off started, hot. He started huge, and now he's doing, like, open mics. <laughs> oh, man, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a swell guy. That's, I, I, like, you feel for him a little where they're, like, they sound desperate there, where they're, like, well, listen, even if Rogan's not there, we might call him on stage, guys. Isn't that worth the price of admission? We're going to call him out. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get, it. I don't get where Rogan is being a bad friend because like Brendan doesn't belong. If there's, if there's a, a bar, if there's a, a barrier of entry to getting into the comedy mothership, I would assume Brendan doesn't pass muster. You know, <laughs> you'd be surprised, dude. It is weird that they're not the fighter and the kid isn't playing at the mothership. That that would make sense. That's odd to me that they're across the street. Because until Shab's, yeah, Joe. I mean, until Shab's here, Joe. Shab's <laughs> stand-up career went like terrible. That podcast was looked at positively for the most part. I want to say, I think it was at a time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was getting like a shit ton of views for a while. Yeah, I think what happened with them though is like so many people have done what they were doing better, just having a comedian on and bullshitting. Yeah. Well, even uh, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Um, yeah, but I'm saying like the fighter and the kid, does the fighter and the kid, they don't just stick to UFC talk. They talk about anything. That's true. That's so, true. so yeah, the hook that they had of like a UFC fighter and a comic that was lost. Cause like Bisping and Gomez did that. And Norton, yep. Matt, Sarah, I'm sure there've been others. Um, but even just the idea of like them having, uh, you know, a decent named comic on and bullshitting with them. Theo Vaughn does that. Andrew Santino, uh, Stavros, like all the, that's what 90% of comedy podcasts are, you know, maybe, uh, so like they lost that edge also. Maybe when Theo Vaughn left Rogan called and he was like, why'd you leave? And then he told him why. And he was like, Oh boy, I can't. Well, this is where Theo Vaughn's actually a genius. Mm -hmm. <laughs> not that it, not that it takes a genius to come to this conclusion, but like, Theo Vaughn comes off as like this just country bumpkin. Yep. But he was aware, 
you know, hitching his wagon to Brendan Schaub was a bad look for him. And I think you kind of see that with these podcasts now. And I feel bad for Brendan because we're, you know, this is a pro Brendan Schaub podcast, Yep. but you look at like what's happened to the guys around him, like the golden hour, the fighter and the kid, no one respects these things anymore. They're looked at as jokes. And I think that's in large part because of Brendan. I think a lot of it is maybe Delia association. No, I'll tell you why. I don't think that's true. I didn't have an opinion on Delia before Shaw. No, I know, like, but I'm saying now that he's still like sticking with him. You're like, dude, I, I gave you the opportunity to just stop. Maybe, but it's like it like the the attention on Brendan Shaw. I'm not even blaming Brendan. The attention on Brendan Shaw shined a light on how bad Chris Delia was. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe like Delia could have tricked it, continued tricking his audience even after the controversy if it wasn't for Brendan Shaw. <laughs> I feel bad saying this because we're this is a thick boy production. But right. Brendan Shaw may have ruined the lives of everyone around him. <laughs> Shaw mob, baby. We are, we are, yeah, we're in fact in the shop mob. So I, I say that with a heavy heart, but. Uh, Cardiff Electric 279. Do blind people get better parking like wheelchairs? Yeah. Um, I have not taken advantage of that, but I believe I am. Um, I could get a handicap sticker if I wanted one. I just feel weird. I know he's not seriously asking, but I'm going to give him a serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I always feel, feel weird because like I can walk, you know? Right. Like just getting out of your car. Hello, folks. <laughs> Strolling into the grocery store. <laughs> What's up with this guy? Why do you park there as you have your stick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, uh, yeah. So, hats on. Good luck to uh, Khaled and Shove. Hopefully, they the, their ticket sales pick up. Hopefully, Brendan keeps touring, but not for stand-up because that would be bad for his family. <laughs> There's a chance that Joe Rogan, like, eggs the Vulcan next time they're there. That'd be fun. That uh, maybe would, I'll do that when I'm while I'm down there. That would be fun. Uh, QSA, uh, five bucks. If Shab helped expose Dalia, does that make him a hero? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it would. Yeah, that's you know what? That, great spin. I'm not doing my job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for for doing what I should be doing. Absolutely. Yes, Brendan Shab is a hero for exposing how bad Chris Dalia was. That's a great point. Thank you, uh, beloved chatter. Thank you, Hugh. Yes, uh, Hugh. Where do you feel like going next here, Mike? Well, since I mentioned beloved chatters, I think we should go to uh, the man himself, one stuttering John Melendez. Oh, ho, ho. yeah. There's a now, lot. sure, you might point out that we've been talking a lot of stuttering John lately after I said we'd never talk about him again. Mm -hmm. But no one points to the episode we did where I said we only talk about stuttering John. That's right. Know? They forget that one. I say a lot of bullshit that I don't mean. <laughs> 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 that I back out of because I realize it's a bad idea, but I'm captivated by the guy. You know what stuttering John is? I realized is like he's 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 nicotine or he's sugary foods. He's a guy. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that a lot. Like, hey, I'm done with this guy. I can't do it. But like, you see what he's doing, and it's hard not to keep going back. I want to comment on this so badly. Because he's such an asshole. <laughs> his his life is such a disaster. Like he's a truly a, a, a pathetic individual. And it's fascinating to watch his demise and him dig his heels in and, and constantly like argue with people about things that are so clear. Um so the Atlantic City fiasco happened last week. We covered that. 
And then John has been spending this week um, undoing all of the goodwill that he <laughs> that he built up over that week. So where are we start starting with the uh, old SJ? Well, he's a, he's a class act. You can't forget that. Oh yeah, he, he absolutely is. He's he's a real sweetheart. I beat off to Keanu uh, <laughs> yesterday morning. Hold on. Uh, outro worthy, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think so. <laughs> Which, by the way, we need The Rock saying, I want to, uh, you know what I love about the guys? Oh, that's yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, we got we to gotta throw that in there. That's one of my favorites ever. Well, let's hear the new addition to the outro. <laughs> I beat off to Keanu uh, yesterday morning. <laughs> He's not joking. <laughs> Just so everyone's clear. Oh no! Well, Craig, you're acting like this is the first time he's said this. He's addressing the backlash <laughs> after the original time where he. This is what a fucking pig this guy is. <laughs> so Keanu, for those of you that don't know, she's a comic. She's married to Gina Bisconti, and I guess she performed at Atlantic City. She, like, it was her, Zumak, and Gino or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very attractive young girl and uh, stuttering John he's talking about it like the day after he's like Keon and this is by the way a man's wife that he's talking about yeah, well, he doesn't a have fellow, a fellow comedian yeah. um, well, and he's like, fellow well you know Keanu is, Keanu, is, Keanu is wearing these tight leather pants. Oh, they were so fucking hot. <laughs> Made her asshole great. She had these heels on. He's like, he's just piggishly, oafishly describing this woman. <laughs> Everything. In graphic detail. And uh, so he says, uh, he says, yeah, I, I beat off to her the next day. Now this has come up on Keanu's show. So John has to address the elephant in the room. Everyone's talking about the fact that John was jerking off to this woman. So he had to address it. I know we, we don't have uh, the army major on to talk about stuttering John, but I just want to watch him listen to this. <laughs> yeah, we got to do that at some. I know he won't, but. Can we see. Hackride. Hackride. Can we see if. Oh, this will be a good topic for the after show. Get Carl's thoughts on this. Mm hmm. Can we get the army major say, Hey, like we're going to go into it unbiased. However, we have to phrase it because I'll, I'll hold up my end of the bar. We want him to defend stuttering John. Yes. Yeah. Can he defend stuttering John? Basically? I don't know the best way to phrase that to him to make him understand. We're not look, we're not going to get him in trouble with John or anything, but like to try and make Richard understand. Cause Richard's always like, I don't know why you have all these haters in here. Maybe we could show Richard or have him defend Stuttering John. I don't know. Man, that's a, that, bounce the ball around on the after show. How's that? He's the only guy that truly is John's friend, and John doesn't realize it. And John's just an asshole to him constantly. So, so we get like our team to get clips together of John to play yeah. for him and have him defend. Have Carl truly maybe throw in some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, would, you, would, would Richard be willing to do that? I think that's an interesting experiment. All be. right, now back to John's masturbation habits. <laughs> I beat off to Keanu uh, yesterday morning. <laughs> He's like addressing like the, the towers went down on a Tuesday morning <laughs> in September. <laughs> yesterday morning, I, I beat off to Keanu. It was, a, it was a real clear day. It was real nice. <laughs> yeah, yesterday morning, tragedy struck. <laughs> He's addressing this <laughs> like the president has to come out with a statement. Radio. Now, 
on my show, and now she's Kiana's mother's all pissed at me. <laughs> oh, this man! Can I say this man is sixty? Uh, I'm sorry, job fifty-eight. He's a fifty-year-old man saying, "I I cranked my pecker to a girl, and now her mom's mad at me." <laughs> like, John, take stock of your life, man. No <laughs> take shit. a step back and look at what's happening. That you announced on a podcast that you jerked off to a girl, and now you're bickering with her mother about how you should be allowed to do that. <laughs> but don't worry, What's Mike. Your life. He apologizes. Oh, good, good. Well, let's hear it. Thank God. And that's what you always want as a mother is like, at least if um, if a man is going to beat his rotten pecker to my daughter, hopefully he'll be man enough to apologize. Now, I want to apologize to Micheline Thompson there for beating off to your daughter. <laughs> Imagine think about that statement. Ugh. I want that tattooed to his forearm or something. Yeah. So he can look at it every so he can look at it every day. Yeah, you have to go like I said this. I, I would like to apologize for beating off to your daughter. But hey, if you think that is just pure class, uh wait till the other shoe drops on John's statement here. I'm I promise I'll beat off to you too. It'll be a threesome. <laughs> It'll be me, you, and Keanu, and I'll beat off to that. Be a nice threesome. <laughs> Mother what, a, what a pig. <laughs> like, and he gets pissed off at anyone saying anything to him. He's, he really is a disgusting man. He gets pissed when people bring up his kids. He's talking to this woman about jerking off to his daughter. Well, that's the main thing I wanted to show here. Is Well, Craig, that's silly. He doesn't get pissed off about people talking about his kids. Oh, that's right. He's, he's, he doesn't care about that anymore. That's right. He's, he's, he's evolved. He's going to pretend it doesn't bother him. That's his new strategy, which we'll get to. But yeah, you're exactly right, where he's saying to this woman, hey, sorry I beat off to your daughter. I'll beat off to the both of you making out next time. Lezzing out with each other. <laughs> <laughs> real, now, John, take a step back. Lezzing imagine, out. just try and imagine. Someone saying that about your kids. Would it bother you, John? Because if the answer is no, that's fine. Like, you're allowed to... By the way, John's allowed to say that he beat off to Keanu. It's gross and weird to announce. Mm -hmm. But he's, of course he's allowed to say that. What makes it so vexing is that he's a man who says the mafia doesn't even attack children. <laughs> well, everyone's someone's child, John. That's what you have to... What's crazy is Keanu is virtually the same age as John's oldest son, mm -hmm. I think. Um, <laughs> Treacherous grounds. I know. I know. The oldest one is uh, 27, and I think Keanu's like 30. So they're basically the same age. So, I don't know, if Carl said that your daughter looks like Baba Booey, that's something you should talk about for three years. But Keanu's mom should just fucking get over it. You that, know? Was, that was a very cute way of saying something, but making it Carl's fault. I enjoyed that. <laughs> well, John doesn't rant about me saying it. I don't know what his daughter looks like. <laughs> Holy shit, can you imagine getting upset because... You have a beautiful daughter, and she wears sexy clothes. Oh, what do you think, John? I to say, you might be missing the crux of the issue. Ugh. <laughs> he is disgusting.
Now, listen, again, I would say to uh, Keanu's mom, your daughter's on a podcast. She sexualizes herself. Like, Keanu made jokes about it. She said something like, uh, if you're going to be mad about people that jerk off to me, you'll have to be mad at the whole world, mom. <laughs> like, it was kind of funny. So she plays along with it, whatever. She doesn't care. But, like, you know, she she has the right to be like, oh, this guy's kind of a pig. He's Correct. gross. Yeah. He keeps talking about jerking his prick to my daughter. I don't love that. Nor would John. But listen to him just not understand the hypocrisy. Let's not forget he's abandoned. Uh, the hypocrisy police have been defunded. That's true. We've all forgotten that. <laughs> that, that you know, hashtag defund the hypocrisy police worked. And they're, they're jobless and out on the streets now because John has been as hypocritical as anyone. Is That's what we're focusing on today is uh, areas where John was hypocritical. So it could be a long one. Guys need shit in this backpack. So, Micheline, I promise next time you look pretty hot. Next time I'll beat off to you two, okay? This way we'll all be good. Ugh. Let's do him laugh. <laughs> <clears throat> He's just a rotten old man. He's a real ladies man. He's going to jerk off to other streamers. <laughs> this is where, so like the argument with Howard Stern that I hear is always like, oh, what? You didn't expect the guy to evolve. Uh, he's 70 years old. You think he should be talking to women the same as he did when he was 40 or whatever? Mm-hmm. No, no. I think he should evolve. Howard has gone to an extreme, but if he stopped doing this <laughs> at age 60, that I would applaud. That I would say actually is growth. That John still talks exactly the same as he did when he was 25. And, and by the way, in the 90s, like when he was on a shock jock radio show, where he thinks now it's like cute of him to be like, I'll beat off to you too, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> what a scamp. Uh, uh, Troy Smith, two bucks. Uh, hi, kids. FKB, FSJ, FVTL. Hashtag Joe Matters least. <laughs> I agree with all of that. I second all of that. That's a great notion. Uh, but uh, don't worry. It's a compliment, Mike. This is all. Yeah, how do you not know that? I'd love to be jerked off to by stuttering John. <laughs> oh, man. I, I I can't believe someone's upset because I beat off to him. I mean, come on. I stand. Okay, with John. Bit. John, remember this. Try and remember this because John's a, a tad forgetful. Mm-hmm. He says he says he's a mind like a steel trap, but he leaves the door. He leaves the door ajar on occasion. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, remember this, John. When people are in your chat saying, "Hey, I just jerked off to your trans kid," over and over again, <laughs> and you have a meltdown, remember that you said it would be silly to feel that way. This is the problem with John, is he doesn't realize these things are documented. He says them. Everyone remembers. Like, you know, I get it must be weird having multiple shows cover you. So every word you say is documented. Mm-hmm. But like, John, you're, you are saying these things into a microphone. So just try and remember that the next time you get really worked up, because it will happen when you get worked up about someone making jokes about your kids. Um, just remember that you said, I can't believe someone would get this emotional about a joke. It's crazy. Now, there's a super chat and we have to read them. So, okay. Know. Uh, Zach Hoffman, two bucks. I saw this mess in Atlantic City. He has horrendous BO. I, yeah, who knows if that's true or not? I'd hate to be sued. <laughs> it's it sounds very far fetched. What this guy is saying—that's a ridiculous claim. Yeah, I can't. I wouldn't be able to believe that. 
So we have no way of verifying. It just it, smells but. like dried cum and shame. Thank you for well, yeah. He, he when you saw him, sir, he had freshly jerked. So <laughs> did you take that into consideration? <laughs> he was freshly milked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how couldn't you? I'm sure Gino's now, happy. Yeah, to hear let me, it. Let me tell you, so how couldn't you? I never have. Go go back just a little bit because I don't hear that again. But um, with with John, essentially, what Carl said about. John's kids, though I, one of the things he has a gripe with, he said they were losers, that, which is just very, that doesn't mean anything. Hey, Craig, your kids are losers. Dude, easy. All right, that was a little <laughs> over the line, but in general, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but, but it's just me, you could say it about anyone. But the thing where uh, Carl said something about John's kids that was technically like personal mm-hmm. is he said something to the effect of um, John's daughter looks like Baba Booey, which is an insult to both of them or something like that. Anyway, in in the context, it made more sense than the way I'm portraying it. But basically he said that John's daughter looks like Gary Delabate, which Mm -hmm. I imagine is not a compliment, which is a recent episode of why are you laughing? Right? DJ Electra. Where's the promotion? Yeah. Come on, DJ. Get in there. Come on. Um, Like and subscribe folks. Uh, So essentially what Carl is saying is I don't jerk off to your daughter. <laughs> now that is to John, apparently more offensive than him saying, I jerked off to your daughter and now I'm going to jerk off to you. You know what? Army major. I want to take your <laughs> wife and I'm going to spread her on your dining room table. <laughs> Just it's a compliment. Okay. <laughs> this is, this is what John said. John's all worked up. He's like, hey, Carl's like, yeah, I wouldn't jerk off to your daughter. John's saying, well, I would. So it's like, this is better. Somehow, uh, Johnny Russo, five bucks. Uh, new Anthony Cumia book, hash, uh, spare me available now for pre order online. Old school skirts to earth, uh, Cumia. I know I saw, I saw Cumia, uh, he was on Chrissy Mary's podcast. Mm -hmm. Sorry, did I step on you? Uh, he just said this guy said he co wrote it and fuck stuttering John. Oh, well, check out Cumia's book, I guess. Um, I saw, uh, he was talking about. Gillis on uh, Chrissy Mary's show. Mm-hmm. You saw a clip of it. And it was very funny because Anthony was like laughing about it. He goes, Shane's calling me a racist mental patient. <laughs> Why are these people getting all worked up about this? He's, he's saying, hey, I'm on Compound Media, the racist network. <laughs> Why are they angry? <laughs> it is a good point. Yeah, it was very funny. <laughs> Kumia should be mad, maybe. But he's he's just kind of looking inward going, yeah, you know. Yeah, he made, the guy makes a good point. <laughs> I see nothing false. <laughs> I stand with beating off the key. On, I mean, how couldn't you? I'm sure Gino's happy to hear it. I'm sure he's not. That's why I oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's not. That's what everyone wants to hear. Hey, I jerked off to your wife. How are the kids? <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a how do you do in the Melendez world. Right. <laughs> You know, you walk up to a guy on his wedding day. I'm going to make sure to jerk off to the bride later. Congratulations. <laughs> Dude, I'm remembering this for later. <laughs> when I'm inevitably. And gives a toast. <laughs> when I'm in Atlantic City and I'm inevitably by myself, I'm going to remember her boobs. <laughs> I think I think we can all agree the bride is looking very jerkable today. <laughs> <laughs> Waits for applause. <laughs> Uproarious applause. <laughs> 
What a compliment, this charmer. <laughs> I think Gino would be proud. Yeah, I think he's going to frame those words. He's going to have it, type out those words and have it framed on his wall. <laughs> or maybe, you know what, John? If it's such a compliment, you should send him a picture of the act. <laughs> you holding up a picture of Keanu and cranking your pud. Maybe they'll frame it. Uh, Jimmy in the chat. This isn't a super chat. I just thought it was funny. He just says, I was jerking off to you. Why aren't you honored? <laughs> <laughs> You're in my Spank Bank Hall of Fame. <laughs> it should be an honor for everyone. <laughs> when I was talking to Joey C, I was like, hey, Joey, I said I would hit your wife, meaning I think she's pretty. It's Can I say, by the way, John should change that phrase. No shit. I said I would hit his wife? <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't been punched in the face. I don't think there's any region where that's the term you use. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you don't mean domestic violence. <laughs> I mean, I've heard some people say, like, oh, I'd hit that. I'd hit that, but like, I'd hit your wife. is <laughs> a bizarre sentence to not realize you've made a faux pas. Joey, see, your wife's so hot, I would bash your brains in. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, that's that's a, that's a, con, like a confidant I would note. It's like, hey, Joey, Joey C. wasn't offended when I said I would fuck his wife. <laughs> oh, well then. <laughs> well, I'm sure he actually was. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, I, th well, I think I, actually now that I think about it, that might be what John's saying is that Joey C got offended by that because that's why the Ojeda thing came up. Remember? Oh, that's right. That's right. When he's like, Richard, now if I say I want to pork your wife, <laughs> now I want to eat and a Richard, sweet, sweet box. Richard was legitimately like, yeah, no, I mean, like if someone said, I'm going to pretend you didn't just say that to me, John. And I'm going to say that if someone were to say that to me, I'd fucking strangle them. <laughs> I'd knock their teeth out. Does that answer your question? <laughs> Let me ask it in another way. <laughs> if I were to say, I take care of my business to your wife, <laughs> is that more appropriate? <laughs> now, if, if I told you when I went to the bathroom five seconds ago, I wasn't actually using the bathroom. <laughs> well, that's the other weird thing about John is like, let's say I said, I don't really talk this crassly, but let's say that I did like, it's not that far fetched to imagine. I said this about some woman once. If I really, if I said on the show that got brought up, I would think like, Oh, I get why she's annoyed at that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, Hey, you know, freedom of speech and all that. I should, I'm joking around, but I get why she didn't love that. I wouldn't double down and be like, well, now good luck, honey. Cause now I'm jerking it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and John is the worst superpower of all time. I was going to say, dude, he's like, he's like the death star blowing up Alderaan. He just turns slowly and jerks off towards someone else. <laughs> if Lex Luthor could only use his imagination. You guys want to see some kryptonite? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone scatters. <laughs> oh, I'm about to shoot kryptonite. <laughs> Pretty. It's not a fucking insult. It'd be an insult if I said, you know, I wouldn't beat off the heart with your dick, but no. Now, John, you don't have to comment on whether or not you would jerk off to a human being. <laughs> There's a middle ground there. <laughs> No shit. John, every woman John meets, he just announces whether or not he'd crank his pud. You make it move, honey. <laughs> he, God forbid he meets a group of women. I'd jerk it to you. I wouldn't jerk it to you. Uh, if I was a little drunk, I might jerk it to you. You seem to get me going. A couple, two, three uh, cause lights and 
I'm jerking it to you. <laughs> jerking it. <laughs> Is he like 12? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, that and that was kind of the the appeal of Howard Stern in the nineties is it was like, you know, childish humor for a lack of a better word. Like it was you were you were laughing at things you shouldn't be laughing about. Really, now that's been done to death. So a man that is just saying I would jerk off to your wife is just a crude <laughs> sociopath that doesn't understand how people perceive him. Troy. It's not edgy content anymore. Troy, Troy Smith in the chat just called it hippo kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Hippo kryptonite. <laughs> That's very That's fun. funny. That might That's be very the, good. That might be the name of the episode. Hippo kryptonite. <laughs> Let me write that down so I don't forget it. <laughs> um, but that was the end of uh that. Uh, part now we move on to uh, him oh, talking yeah. so the next Ray day DeVito. he has a different uh enemy it's no longer the mother of someone he's been jerking off to now it's a mentally challenged comedian yeah <laughs> yeah we got uh, him talking about ray devito yeah, yeah yeah no they got it they understood okay <laughs> <laughs> the show was with brandon stevie lou and sad sack devito what a star-studded sack to veto. I missed that episode. And <laughs> Kevin's taking a piss at a ray. Okay, I now, have to correct John's true, language again. Do you know what he means there? Nope. It's like the British. John thinks he's British for some reason. DeVito? That's why he says to people like we're quid, which I don't know what that means. Isn't that but, money? Uh, he says he he says he's taking I'm taking a piss out of him. Which I guess is like I'm busting his balls. So that's what John means. He's talking in very confusing English dialect for some reason. Yeah, I mean, why would he do anything straightforward? <laughs> yeah. And sad sack DeVito. Sad sack DeVito. And Kevin's taking a piss at a ray. Now, in true pile-on fashion, <laughs> I then proceeded to wind Ray up. And whoa, I whoa, knew- whoa, 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 whoa. John, are you saying that you were on the internet and you saw someone's getting balls, someone's balls getting busted, and you thought it'd be fun to join in? Wow. John, are you saying you saw some harmless schmuck getting mocked on the internet and you thought it might be funny to also crack a few jokes at his expense? It's not pointed but at John- me. <laughs> Haven't you considered that Ray might not like that? And Ray is someone's child. <laughs> this is this is bizarre hypocrisy where he's like, yeah, so we were all poking the idiot. <laughs> and so I wanted to get a few pokes in myself. Yeah, John, that's what Dabbler's Anonymous is. <laughs> How fucking delusional are you? How do you not realize this? You know what? This is actually pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when it's not me, I enjoy it. <laughs> he was hitting his breaking point. It was funny as fuck. Because I watched it. Ask Stevie Lou. I said, Stevie Lou. No, I mean it. Go, go right now and ask him. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie! Stevie Lou, where are you? <laughs> Ray's getting really upset now. Because I made the joke. I said, you know, it's an old joke. I said, I said, Kev, it was, I had a great time with you. Stevie, I had a great time with you. Ray, 
Kevin, I had a great time with you. <laughs> but I know he was getting irritated. But that's you forget the- underneath all of it what a Catskills hack John is. <laughs> we don't get to hear him joke anymore. He's usually just defensive. <laughs> and then I said, uh, take my wife, please. <laughs> <laughs> he says he so doesn't. He says, hey, Ray, uh, two Jews walk into a bar. <laughs> he doesn't get any respect, but he didn't say it as a joke. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you. <laughs> There's so many things to criticize John about that you forget he's a vaudeville fucking cornball. Yeah. <laughs> also, the joke doesn't work. He says, uh, Kevin, great to see you. Stevie Lou, great to see you. Ray, Kevin, great to see you. Why would you go back to the first guy? That's not how goodbyes are done. No. Um, uh, Dang Lizard, five euros. Stuttering John talked about how beautiful KB's wife in KBR, that they must have beautiful kids, but then caught that, that he just made a Craigers. <laughs> I, I, I heard that where he was like, they must have really beautiful kids. Oh no, I sound like a creep. But what I'm saying is Kevin's a pretty handsome guy. His wife is really hot. Therefore, they must have beautiful kids. <laughs> okay, great. Anyways. I don't know, two, uh, two ugly people could have... And some kids as well, I guess, John. <laughs> so luck of the draw. Just how the how their genetics line up. <laughs> luck of the draw. Ernt. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he has this thing where he's talking about people's wives. It's very weird when he's so anti talking about family. Like, hey, you're not supposed to bring up family. You don't talk about my family. But I guess if he's talking about pleasuring himself to your family, that's that's fine. That's fine. That that seems above board to me. Yeah. All right. But now, now back to John explaining how enjoyable it was to take this sort of mentally deficient, uh, <laughs> D grade comedian and, and poke fun of, poke fun at him, you know, have him kind of be the punching bag for you. Why, why was that so fun, John? If you're going to wind somebody up, you're doing it to get a rise out of them. And boy, did I get a rise. He went ballistic. <laughs> You're an old loser. You know. Let's have a roast battle, Ray. My arms would hurt having to punch that far down. Okay, Ray? Oh. I'm not. What is, what is Ray? 3 9? <laughs> we saw how tall John was in Atlantic City. I think he's talking about how much better of a career he has. No, I know, I know, I know, I know that's what he's talking about. <laughs> Which I know, I know that steps on the joke, but I want to talk about yeah. that. Like, how much better than Ray Devito is he doing? I don't know. I mean, Ray. I don't. I don't know if Ray is a good comic. Honestly, I've no. I've never seen a stand up. But I guess he put out a dry bar special that has like a hundred thousand views on YouTube. Recently. Damn. Yeah, so he's doing. He's, I think he's doing okay. I don't think he sells out a ton of clubs or anything. Like, I don't think he's a you know. Um, I think he makes a living in stand up, which is good. Like mm-hmm. John doesn't do that. I was gonna say, doesn't he sell like nine tickets to like a bar? John does not make a living in stand up. Now he says things like he's like, you know, I wasn't even getting paid for this appearance in Atlantic City. It wasn't an appearance, John. It was a, a weekend away for you. You thought you'd get recognized at the casino. That's like me. That's like literally like if I go to the mothership and I'm like, uh, is Mr. Rogan going to send me my check now? <laughs> <laughs> you came here on your own volition, sir. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you just went there, but he, he threw in this line that I found very interesting. He goes, 
uh, me and Baba Booey used to get 3500 for an appearance like that. And I said, John, there are so many factors here that you're not taking into account. <laughs> the amount that Baba Booey matters in that statement. I'm not even saying because Baba Booey is a bigger part of the Howard Stern show, which he was. But my point is more the Howard Stern element of it. Correct. You were on the biggest radio show of all time. So, yes, you and High Pitch Eric and all these other freaks could go out and make money just by saying you were associated with that show. That's very, that's, hey, if you can make a living like that, it's very good. That's what you at, should do. At the height of Artie on Stern, he was getting like 150 grand a weekend. Well, that's because Artie's more talented than. No, John. I know, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> That's a lot for anybody. <laughs> like, right. So right. just the fact that Stern would pump wherever he was. So, but, but what John is misunderstanding is like, hey, I, he says, I get 3500 for an appearance like that. No, no, no. You got that. And now you get less or zero you, because you're not a relevant guy anymore. Now, to this group of people, you are relevant. <laughs> and Vinnie Paulino tried to put something on where you made money and people would come to see you. Instead, you backed out of that because you're a coward and said, I'll just show up in Atlantic City and hope people pay for my beers and give me money. Ugh. There's a, oh, there's a great one we don't even have where uh, some super chatter goes, uh, yeah, hey, I was in Atlantic City and uh, I bought a couple Coronas for myself because I didn't want to keep getting back up. I buy two Coronas, I put them down on the table. I go to grab my second one and I realize it's gone. I look over and John is drinking it. <laughs> now, when I saw this super chat, I expected John to be like, this person's lying. Yeah. What he said was, so many people will buy me beers. How was I supposed to know that wasn't for me? What a fucking scumbag. <laughs> he goes, you are fine. Give me a Venmo. I'll Venmo you 10 bucks if you want it that bad. What a fucking no, scumbag. That's not the, that's the principle of it, John. <laughs> <laughs> It really is a complete dirtball. It's it's fascinating to watch. Uh, Hackride just said he just jerked off to Blind Mike Project, <laughs> and we should be complimented. <laughs> wow. Um, and that's very flattering, Hackride. Thank you. Save it for 9 p.m. tonight on Hackride's YouTube channel. Yeah, that's what you should be doing. <laughs> I'm going to jerk <laughs> off talking about Blind Mike Project. Just the evening jerk. <laughs> recapping. <laughs> the honor. Of having a roast battle with me. I, I swear to God, I forgot which clips we were on. I thought he was going to say the honor of me drinking off you. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> that would be great. Do, Sorry, go back. Do you, do you know how much of a complimentary piece of shit I am? <laughs> you know. Let's have a roast battle, Ray. My arms would hurt having to punch that far down. Okay, Ray? I'm not, I do like Ray. So I think on Wednesday, Carl said, why is John trying to fight everyone? Like, these are not boxers. These are not men who are in shape. They're supposedly comedians. They should be doing, like, if they want to do something like that, do a roast battle or something you're qualified to do. Mm -hmm. And the next day, Ray is like, let's roast battle. Oh, where'd you get that idea, Ray? <laughs> I'll, box, I'll box John. Let's do it. <laughs> not giving you the honor of having a roast battle with me. <laughs> the, on, the only reason that, I, that you would want to, you want to do it because you could put on your resume, had a roast battle with Stuttering John. Oh, my Me, God. Me, I'd be embarrassed. What a resume building. No offense, but you haven't done anything. 
Oh my god. I realize I don't know if John knows what a resume is supposed to look like. Because on his resume, he keeps pumping out that he wrote he wrote for this. Keep in mind listen to the event I'm about to say, and keep in mind his role was that of writer. The pro football arm wrestling championships. That sounds like Mad Lips that I just made up. I thought you were going to continue talking. That was it. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> wow. It's the Pro Football Arm Wrestling Championships. Oh. Which I, I imagine is <laughs> lucrative. Two, two NFL players arm wrestling each other? That's what I would guess. What do you think the writer does in that room? <laughs> uh, do a joke about steroids, and that's why he won. <laughs> How integral is the writing staff for that event? <laughs> what could he possibly be doing? There's so much scar tissue on this guy's butt cheeks from injecting himself every day. Yeah. So John John thinks a resume is something just full of uh, your worst moments in life, things that embarrass you, <laughs> which is why he thinks Ray is desperate to put on there, had a roast battle with stuttering John. Ugh. Do you think, imagine, imagine anyone getting called to, hey, you might know this guy from his podcast, whatever the fuck, uh, from roast battling uh, a stunt boy from a radio show in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Turd from Man Cow wasn't available. <laughs> so he roast battled stuttering John. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> what a resume builder! Is that the guy who roast battled Stuttering John? I think here though you congregate with us regular folk. John's going to give us a little taste of his roast material here. Oh, good. <laughs> Today, I just heard he got into another car accident. Oh no! Although at this time it has a very sad ending. He lived. Oh, I didn't see that coming from 10 million miles away. You could see that coming from other galaxies. He got in a car crash while, while there was a spotlight on him and a microphone in his hand. Hey, Ray got into a car crash. Unfortunately, he lived. Waka, waka, waka. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a cat scales hack. It's crazy. He's like stuck in the 1950s. I, for, when, he, when he was talking about the jerking off stuff, I thought he was stuck in the 90s. He's in like 1948. Yeah, at this point. Yeah. At the Poconos. I mean, and he lives in someone's basement in Cleveland, no less, which is a shithole. Hello, Cleveland. Oh, What's happening? Don't know. Why are they British? What's the hell of Cleveland? I don't get that. Um, no, what's the what's the Drew Carey's thing? Cleveland Rocks? Oh, yeah, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm grasping at straws to help this, this man here. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's pretty rough when John when John says things like, um, "The honor that I would be bestowing upon you by roast battling you," but then this is what his ego is: is he has to prove how great of a roaster he would be. <clears throat> And then he says something like that. Like, hey, Ray got into a car accident. Unfortunately, he lived. If, that's, such, that's such a long way to go for a roast joke. If stuttering, pretend that he was in a car accident? Yeah. If stuttering John was in a roast battle with Ray, 
It would unite all of these shows. Every beef that there ever was would be squashed to help Ray write the perfect jokes. So, <laughs> so John would get crushed. I, I think I think if Ray didn't have any help, he'd beat John. I think Ray, oh, yeah, from the little I know of him, is a better joke writer than John. I don't think John, you know, John talks about all the writing staffs he's been on, but I don't think, I don't believe him. I'll put it that way. I just don't believe him. I'm sorry. I don't believe that he contributed to any of these writers' rooms. And I think Vince the lawyer would make John think he wrote good jokes, and they would be terrible. So then right. he'd go out in the, with the confidence. But they would, <laughs> they would all be that level. They'd be like, uh, you know, fucking, uh, like Rickles would have thrown them away in the 70s because he'd be like, this is just too corny, you know? Yeah. Uh, Dang Lizard, five euros. Stuttering John basically wrote uh, W-A-T-S banter. What's to pay for that, and how can uh, I get the honor to put that on my resume? <laughs> you know what? You have carte blanche. Put it on <laughs> Stick it on the resume. <laughs> hey, Ray's living in someone's basement in Cleveland. If he needs space to rent, maybe you should check between his ears. <laughs> No, see, like that's kind of a joke structure there, Mike. He just said uh, he's living in a basement in Cleveland, and Cleveland fucking sucks. Cleveland, Cleveland is a shithole. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now that's funny. <laughs> I've never heard anyone diss Cleveland before. I no, me either. I mean, saying maybe like there's nothing to do is the worst I've heard. No, he really, uh, he really takes on the big targets. <laughs> but uh, here's some more jokes. Oh, good. I was hoping we'd get a little taste. It's good that John says, I won't be reduced to roasting Ray DeVito. <laughs> like, I'm not going to give him the privilege. You have to understand what an honor it is for me to roast you. Anyways, right. here's what I would do if you were going to pay me for that. You're a walking joke. You're a living, breathing joke. Okay. But I like you. I don't dislike you. I don't. You're welcome on the show anytime, Ray. I do like you. Well. Wipe his That, by the way, uh, I should say this. That is him saying, hey, Ray, why aren't you nice to me? I, I need friends. Why aren't you nice to me? And for the you know? visually impaired, he goes, I like you, and then wipes his drooly mouth with a napkin. <laughs> well, that's a staple. I do like you. What an honor. Ew. Just bought some stock today. Oh. Ray. Ray, no, I don't mean chicken or beef, Ray. I mean stocks. Ugh. Like, hold on. Hold on. Ugh. Hold on. Ugh. In the history of man, in the history of language, when anyone has ever said, I bought some stocks today, mm -hmm. even before the stock market existed. <laughs> Did anyone think you meant livestock? I immediately went, you making soup, John? Why would you phrase it like that? I bought some stocks today. I don't uh, mean chicken or beef. No beef stocks. No. Why would you? No one talks like that. <laughs> it is. That would actually make, if Ray leapt to that conclusion, it would actually make him like too smart for his own good. Uh, feel like, no, Ray, how did you even get there in, in that? Mind filled with so many thoughts. Uh, Big Moose says, "Name a comedian that couldn't be John." <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Who's the kid on uh, Kill Tony with the? Um, he uses like the voice machine. He would kill John. 
Well, you didn't let me finish. Christ. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was if like, you <laughs> come on. <laughs> if you destroyed his equipment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think John would own him. <laughs> he kicks it underneath <laughs> underneath the stage. <laughs> yeah, if you hid everything he needed to communicate. <laughs> Aaron Belial. Aaron Belial, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry, Aaron. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> so, yeah, okay. He didn't mean chicken or beef stocks. Because that's what any idiot would assume he meant when you say I bought stocks today. Dude, I'm supposed to roast battle Aaron Belisle, and I took his phone and I put it in my cause light. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Chicken or beef, Ray. I mean stocks. Can I, he's another I mean, thing, by the way. That's the funniest thing he's ever said, apparently. Oh, he loves it. He's, John's, John is a massive fan of John Melendez. Yeah. He's, he would go, if, if John Melendez was touring, John would go see him. It, like, it would be like the people that follow the Grateful Dead. Like he, John would see him in every city. <laughs> John is far and away his biggest fan. Oh, yeah, not even close. But can I say this also? Uh, I own some stock. Whoa. Not bragging. Beef? You know, yeah, yeah hold, hold your applause. No. I'm just getting some. I'm just a guy making a point. I don't mean to brag. I own some stock. Nice. You don't have to be a particularly rich man. There are there are penny stocks. There's you could buy one share of an expensive stock. That's not that like you don't have to be a man about town to afford stocks. <laughs> you can download the fucking Robinhood app and buy a couple. <laughs> John probably doesn't know that and he's buying penny stocks like, oh my god, I'm gonna hit it big time. John's still calling his trader. <laughs> Hello, Wall Street. <laughs> Real stock, right? I mean, stock that you pay, you know, like you spend a lot of money. <laughs> Is he going to be impressed? Would Ray, in this situation, would Ray be hunting chicken and cow? <sighs> I think he's uh, at the grocery store. He's, he's going to make like a, a, a real hearty soup. Uh, well, in that case, you have to pay for those things. Yeah. John's like, no, I mean stock you have to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> you robbing the grocery store in this scenario? <laughs> he bought Wobistics. <laughs> <laughs> no, not beef stock, right? <laughs> John is but, cracking himself up as you know, something they like, didn't say. I know. He's he's burning Ray DeVito while Ray is not there. Like he's making up a scenario and owning Ray. <laughs> Ray John, Ray is not in the room with you. Ray didn't say these things. <laughs> he didn't think you meant beef stock. This must be like uh like a, a, a real dilemma for Hackride. He was like, I hate Ray DeVito, but <laughs> I bought stocks today, not wood. <laughs> stock. <laughs> the fucking guy in it. Let's go real bad, real bad, real bad. Dude, I'm not punching that far down, Ray. You just did. Had to punch down in China. Oh. Oh, so he's racist too. <laughs> uh, everyone, clip that and send it out. Uh, how racist stuttering John is. Yes, yes, terribly racist. I have to punch down to China. It's like punching down in China. <laughs> does John believe if like we dug far enough, if you just pop your head up? Oh shit! I think he does. <laughs> I think he does. <laughs> um, What's next? John's kids. Oh, interesting. John talking about his kids here. Weird. 
I jerked off to them. <laughs> he ain't gonna do it, Brent. It, that's a compliment to their mother. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't gonna do it, Brandon. So he decides he's gonna come after me. But he can't come after me for me. And there's so much to come after. Stuttering, OCD. Okay. Well, I, there's a couple things there. Hideous, terrible look. <laughs> Well, that's that's the issue. Is John will be self-deprecating for the things he's, he's okay with making fun of. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, hey, hey, I'm not I'm not a sensitive guy. If you want to make fun of the fact that my beard's too long right now, go for it. <laughs> I have some gray in my hair, don't I, guys? Well, that's not that's not the first thing we want to make fun of. It seems <laughs> you're brushing over some other aspects we might like to poke fun at. <laughs> Being four foot two, maybe. <laughs> um. So yeah, John is John is not very self-aware, which he accuses a lot of other people of, right. but uh, go back, go back a little bit. Cause I forget my point. now. He ain't going to do it to Brandon. So he decides he's going to come after me. Oh, but he that's what I meant to mention. He, uh, so the, the day before this, he says, Hey, listen, I talked to my kids. So he already, you know, he's lying. He goes, I talked to my kids and they said, dad, why don't you just don't let these guys bother you. Don't let these trolls on the internet bother you. And I said, I'm going to listen to them. Now, if you guys make jokes about my kids, I'm not going to let it bother me. Now let's hear the next day. Come after me for me. And there's so much to come after stuttering OCD I mean, so many things. <laughs> Took me so long Hemorrhoids. to get three ways. <laughs> John, I heard John yesterday talking about his OCD. And he goes, listen, he goes, you know, when when I got divorced, uh, the reason I have liens on my house, like I always stop paying my mortgage, is because of my OCD. <laughs> and I thought, boy, that's intriguing. How, how do you mean, John? This is interesting. I'm learning something about obsessive compulsive disorder. And he explains that his entire life, his mother paid for everything for him when he was a kid. And then when he was dating girls, he had them pay for things. And then when he was married to Susanna, she would always handle paying the bills. So my OCD wouldn't allow me to start paying my own bills. (laughs) So John, John thinks OCD is just like reveling in your own filth, basically. (laughs) If you're just really lazy, like, you know, the show Monk, Mm -hmm. you know, he's a detective with OCD. That's the the hook of the show. And what's really interesting about it is uh, he revels in garbage all day. He rolls around in slop because, you know, he's so lazy. (laughs) That's what makes the show really interesting is that he's a lazy guy that can't write checks because of his OCD. He just looks so sweaty, too. It's disgusting. Just everything. Everything about him. Uh, Peanut Trickle, 12. Five bucks. I don't think they were tuned in the whole time, unfortunately. Oh, no. Penis. Penis. Come what are you doing, penis? Come on, penis. <laughs> uh, once again, Blind Mike misunderstanding uh, Stuttering John's genius. Stuttering John didn't mean stock as in livestock. That would be stupid. He meant chicken and beef stock you use for soup, Mike. Oh, yeah, Craig pointed that out. I'm sorry. Yes, uh, that was very silly of me. Uh, and then Nimrod, uh, two bucks. John invested in stock jokes. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. 
Let's you can it. use that shot. We, we give you permission. <laughs> but what does he come after? Starts just railing on my children. I'm like, Ray. Ew. You can't just go after me. <laughs> You got to go up to my kids. Well, you said it was okay. Now, no, I never said it was okay. So this is where John undoes everything he said the day before about how it's not going to bother him. (laughs) (laughs) This is one day later. It's insane to watch. I get like my whole thing with like, let's stop talking about stuttering. John was like how repetitive it gets. Mm -hmm. But at a certain point, you're like, how can he do it this often? (laughs) How, How can he continue to just step on rakes every day? John, please. John, you're forcing me into this life. Stop it. I don't it. want it for myself. <laughs> you two are going to host a show together. It's going to happen. We'll, we'll see. I'm going to let it get to me. But you're an adult. Okay, Ray? <laughs> you should know, as a comic, which I hear you're horrible, but as a comic, <laughs> you should know. You don't go after kids, Ray. I'm here, but I'm not going to get upset with you. Oh, oh, because oh, good. Hear me say Thank I God. <laughs> John, I would hate so much if you got upset. That would really bug me. I'm glad you're doing whatever this is instead. <laughs> Troy Smith, two bucks. Stock photo for his backdrop. B-E-W-M. B-E-W-M. Yeah. Oh, boom. <laughs> oh, boom. Boom. <laughs> it took us too long. <laughs> about people goofing my kids so you're like okay now I can make fun of his kids I've been waiting for this all along Turbo Melendez Turbo Melendez oh, a little too moved over here I mean this is this is what your comedy is goofing on the transgender community right oh fuck off that's what's funny that's to a you? hilarious way to brand yourself <laughs> I I do a one-man show where I make fun of the transgender community through the children of uh, former Howard Stern backstage character, Stuttering John Melendez. You gonna tell me that Leah Thomas is funny or something? <laughs> <laughs> this is and John frames it like this is what Ray's always been waiting for, as if, <laughs> as if like when John's kids were born, Ray was like one day. <laughs> One of these days, the world will know. I mean, you're not just goofing on my kid. You're you're taking on the whole transgender community. No, he's not. Oh, and you think <laughs> they support my children? <laughs> Someone's got to. This is a, this is a man. Someone's got to. <laughs> this is a man who seems truly unbothered. I have to say, he's doing a masterful job. And not being bothered by any of us. <laughs> That's cool. After the show, I talked to Stevie Lou, and he's like, that was out of line. It was. Totally oh, out of Stevie line. Lou said it. Well, I didn't, that changes everything. I mean, I look at it differently now. <laughs> I didn't realize you had a conversation with Stevie Lou about this, John. Wow. Now, now I feel differently. Now you shouldn't make fun of your kids. <laughs> it's all changed now. That's the thing. That's the thing, like, the the area that I'm focused on these days is that John is so fixated on the idea that one day I'm going to stumble upon the perfect lineup of words. You know, put put the perfect combination of words in the perfect order and that everyone is going to understand my point. And then that'll be the end of the dues payer and Lady K. 
He's the world's worst evil villain <laughs> because he doesn't put any effort into stopping the <laughs> the heroes of the story. <laughs> he's the worst. He really is. He's is there pl- anymore? He's playing. It's just he's drinking. Oh, I'm sorry. But I'm not gonna fucking scream about it. Oh, good. If if that's what you find, if that's your go-to, that's your. And the only reason why anybody goes to that this is one day, one day after he said, make fun of my kids all you want, knowing, uh, maybe not knowing, but you'd think he would have to know that's what everyone's going to do for at least the next week. Okay. You know? <laughs> I know I said I give you permission to just rag on my kids, but uh, don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it's not going to bother me. So now you guys definitely won't, right? <laughs> it's like, John, you're literally asking these people to make fun of your children. How do you not get that? Uh, I think they can read through the bullshit there, John. <laughs> oh guys he said it's not gonna bother him so let's uh let's all just go home let's, let's make let's fun wrap of, this thing up let's make fun of his height again <laughs> get a rise out of me ain't happening anymore it's not happening no 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 he's definitely not risen here he's <laughs> um, not getting a rise out of him we got uh more jokes Oh, good. He's going back to showing how devastated Ray would be if they were to tango in a roast battle. If they were to go toe-to-toe, let's see what these two titans would come up with. I wish I could make the joke. Ray made the big, biggest blunder in show business history. He entered it. I can't even say that because he's not in show business. Ooh. Oh, my God. Stop Why wiping. is he laughing so hard? He's wiping, his, a- he's wiping his mouth extra in this one. This is gross. Well, it's good because, you know, when you're really excited, when you have a home run of a joke, you slobber a lot, like a fucking <laughs> Doberman pincher. Next time I think of a nice, you know, quippy one-liner, my mouth's going to start drooling, and I apologize. It'll be, I imagine, like, I think Shane's going to do very well on SNL, but it'll be tough for him to speak with all the foaming at the mouth. Eight <laughs> today. And, you know, she's a waitress at the comic strip. She goes, oh, go, go back just a little bit. So this is Kate Meany. Are you, we haven't, you and I haven't talked much about Kate Meany. Are you familiar with her? I've just seen her on Twitter. I don't know. Uh, daughter, daughter of Kevin Meany. And John has done this back and forth where like, he's like, I'm not trying to fuck Kate Meany, but I love her. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm not trying to fuck her because uh, she's younger than my, one of my children or something like that. Like, that's how you know, because no one's ever wanted to fuck a 24 year old. If they have kids, I guess. Um, so he says like, he doesn't want to fuck her. We're just friends. Then he says she's a bitch with fat arms and cellulite on her legs. And she's a, an unfunny pig. <laughs> and then when she compliments him again, he's like, yeah, you know what? Kate's really cute, actually. I think she's really swell. Uh, do you remember uh, uh, Hack Ride, by the way, uh, wanting to have a moderator in the chat? I do, yeah. It's starting to make sense for me now. Because this oh, person he wanted to have moderate just commented want to catch electro fry and hack ride again starting at 3 30 p.m eastern okay replay of this week's catch 22 puzzle blocks with hack ride yes no uh, i appreciate that i think in in the middle of our show what people should be thinking about is other shows to watch <laughs> to be fair electro fry uh did right, right after. Get all the Blind Mike links and subscriptions at blindmike.net. Yeah, thanks, Electra. 
<laughs> hey, you guys want to catch up on everything blind Mike? Go to a different show. <laughs> go, go watch a different show that's unrelated. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah, guys, do that, but hopefully you wait till we're done. You know, watch this whole thing first. Give it, give us a little room to breathe here, and then focus on everything else there is to watch. Troy Smith can't wait for Puzzle Box. I'm, I'm perfectly happy to promote. Ha- this is where I like. I assume Hackride's going to be like, oh, he's he doesn't want to promote the show. I'm perfectly happy to. It shouldn't be my main focus. Can we all agree on that? <laughs> I, it shouldn't be the center of this show is promoting Hackride. I think, I think it is. <laughs> well, go do it. <laughs> go go subscribe. Now, where were we, for God's sake? I wish I could make off. the joke. Ray made the big, biggest oh, blunder goodness. in show business history. He entered it. I can't even say that because he's not in show business. You do, is that what the, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar treatment you gave? So <laughs> Can't even speak. Hey, I'd say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wasn't a great actor, but he's not even an actor. <laughs> okay. A, oh, you, you said it wrong. He's not even the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wipe your mouth, too. God, he's imagine, so excited. Imagine that fucking apartment stench. Just those gross rags he's using to wipe his mouth. Just laying People on the say, floor. And people say I laugh at my own jokes. This is a great, this is a new level. I've never seen anything like this. I'll giggle if I'm having a good time. And I think, <laughs> yeah. and I, think I add but, something. <laughs> but here's the thing is like, I think, I think people do that often when like, yeah, like you said, we're all busting balls, having a good time. John's in a room alone. I also John is cracking only himself and there's no one there to make him laugh. I don't think I've ever made myself laugh to the point that I was short of breath and couldn't speak. <laughs> I said I use this stock line from 1958. <laughs> I did the you know the reason Lenny Bruce tried to change comedy. That's the type of joke I did. <laughs> I, w- I went to poke Vin- Vince DeLoy's uh, eyeballs, but he put his hand up and blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> I did a joke that Milton Berle wouldn't steal. <laughs> I was talking to Kate today and you know, she's a waitress at the comic strip and she goes, the manager at the comic strip likes to fuck with Ray. So when he, so when he shows up to the comic strip, the manager goes up to me and goes, uh, all right, I'll give you a seat, but there's a two drink minimum. I'm here to perform. I'm a comic. If you have to start yelling, to the manager of a comic strip that you're a comic, you're not a comic. It's very interesting. Are you familiar with the origin of the term dabbler, Craig? No. It's because uh, Chrissy Mayer, who's in, she's a stand-up. She had Stuttering John on her program and said, so, like, do you dabble in comedy or how often? Like, basically asked him, like, do you do stand-up still? John was like, honey, do I do stand-up? Do you have any idea who you're talking to? <laughs> he got very offended that she said he dabbles in comedy. I dabble in comedy? <laughs> That's where this all started from. Now, that, this, was very, this was very hurtful to John. It was not funny at all. Now John's source of comedic material is that Ray had to explain to someone he's a comic. 
do, does John ever look at himself and think, maybe this is why people goof on me. Maybe me and Ray DeVito aren't that different. This is why you had to get rid of the hypocrisy police show. John, it's very interesting that John talks about like resumes. Like Ray wants to put this on his resume because he thinks like, Life happens on paper. Like John thinks you could look at a resume and say, oh, he worked for Jay Leno's Tonight Show and the Howard Stern Show. That's a great resume. And I guess wrote for the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar roast. So we should never make fun of him. Like there should be no jokes about this man. No, that's not not how anything works, John. Yeah. Elon Musk gets made fun. If we do a roast battle, I'm going to put you in the ground. (laughs) (laughs) this is the thing is john used to do a political show goofing on the president so so you're allowed to make fun of him but if you have the resume of john melendez that that's untouchable for some reason john talks about resumes like kb talks about your money (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah these are two guys him and kevin brennan are very obsessed with other people's achievements like what other whatever they're very fixated on what everyone else is doing it's probably because they're not satisfied with what they're doing themselves. They would fuck with me like that, Ray? No. Think they would fuck with Brandon like that? No. Think they would fuck with Dixon like that? No. Boy, what a holy trinity of comedy. Well, at least Kevin Brennan is capable. Stuttering John. But that's that, who, who's fourth on your Mount Rushmore, Craig, after Stuttering John, Kevin Brennan, and Pat Dixon? It has to be Tom Myers. <laughs> that's quite a that's that's quite a holy trinity there those three yeah. <laughs> walking they walk into any club in america they say please go right up <laughs> people will flock in here if john kb and pat dixon are walking in hey chris rock you're getting bumped <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i i don't know if pat dixon still does comedy john and kevin brennan literally quit because they weren't getting booked they stopped doing comedy is they're that good <laughs> yeah 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 because they're that legendary they've done it all already i wasn't getting it's not because i wasn't getting booked they just couldn't afford me anymore <laughs> well john, no, john thinks he was canceled oh yeah of course that's the great that's the great part he think yeah he thinks uh you know him and lucy k got the same treatment <laughs> um here we have him uh or this was just labeled stunning hypocrisy uh, I, I, we've seen it already but now let's find out what this is ray you s- you give us reason to goof on you. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're going to put a sandwich in your pocket, if you're going to do a costume change at halftime, if you're going to walk around a casino with a laundry basket, you don't think we're going to goof on you? If you're going to buy me a John? beer. You're going to buy me a beer. If you're going to buy me a beer or you buy yourself one and I just kind of take it when you look somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> John's whole thing is like, hey, people in the dabble verse shouldn't make fun of me because they don't know me. But John, time and again, admits he doesn't know Ray at all. No, he I, said earlier, like, I've never seen any of his comedy. I've heard he's terrible. Like, he doesn't know these things. He doesn't know Ray. That's just the trick, yet, you know? He's like, hey, if you act like a moron, people should be able to make fun of you. John, what do you think this all is? It's crazy. Um, Joseph Collins, five bucks. His name isn't Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It's Roger Murdoch, and he's the co-pilot. That's right. Yes. That's true. Pretty good in Airplane. Airplane was great. Great movie. But you didn't even buy it from the casino? You just brought it from home? You don't think I'm going to goof on that? 
I mean, can someone on, put Ray. together the list of things hey. John has done that's mockable? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, we have time, right? Every day, every day he's in an argument with an Uber Eats driver at his door. <laughs> <laughs> it's John, you've given us no choice but to make fun of you. I, you. I'm addicted to it. I keep coming back for more. You're delivering my French fries with my cause lights. The temperatures are <laughs> off. <laughs> so if you have, if you have the peace of mind to say this about Ray, again, just take a step back. Take stock in your own life. And no, I don't mean chicken or beef. <laughs> Hackride said he's going to get uh, Stuttering John on Gearbox to respond. Good, good. I hope so. See, that would be that would be fucking great. <laughs> Do that. He has, he has fucking like Gillis and Louis J. Gomez on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> He and Rogan are breaking down my appearance with Lauren Compton. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this show? That would be fantastic. <laughs> you know, I think Bert Kreischer would actually like these guys. Get man. Take it like a man. Or a woman. That was a man. <laughs> you can't be that fucking full of yourself, Ray. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Like, it's nuts that he talks like that. That is insane. Yeah. Is that, uh, is that all we had on nope. John today? No, we have one. That's oh, this called. Mo- this asshole continues? Yes, yeah, this, this is called Last One. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Eight Meanie. I think this is the real one. I love you, babe. I love you too, Kate. Oh, 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 God. Get ready to get sick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can't wait. Remember I told you about Kate Meanie? Yep. How he's like, you know, he goes back and forth. He loves her. He hates her. He loves her. He hates her. Very, very schoolyard, you know, pulling her pigtails type of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. This is, this is, this is way grosser than him talking about jerking off to Keanu. Eight meanie. I think this is the real one. I love you, babe. I love you too, Kate. I do. Oh, cute. Kate and I talk. I love her laugh. No, you're schmoopy. <laughs> the way she breathes into the telephone is so adorable. Uh, how's my schmoopy? <laughs> I love a laugh. <laughs> little Kate Meany. You know what, Kate? Your father was famous for saying, I don't care, but I do care about you very much. <laughs> Her eyes are second to none. They're gorgeous. <laughs> I love Literally, we've heard this guy talk. About this now, this is a twenty-four-year-old that he says is too young for him. He doesn't want to fuck her. If that's true, then this is way weirder. This is much more intimate and disgusting. I wonder if this is like a Trojan horse. That'd be nice. Possibly. No, I'm not hitting on her, but she—she, she, I love to make a laugh. She's got a great laugh. <laughs> that, and you know what? That's that—that that means a lot. Like, it's like Karen had a great laugh. Susanna. Can I, Craig? You don't know this. Mm-hmm. The, the dabblers know it, but what he is rattling off the the women, the women uh, names of these women that he's listing, the ones that have had problems with him and got the authorities involved. No, oh. actually, it's women that he's fucked. Oh, <laughs> so to prove that he doesn't want to fuck Kate Meany, <laughs> he's listing them all. Listen to this list of exes that he read. Now I don't want to fuck Kate Meany, but here is the pantheon of laughs I would put her in. Susanna <clears throat> had a great laugh. Jessica had a great laugh, and Kate has a great laugh. 
And this one that's girl another, I dated. That's another was, great Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Did you hear him? And this other girl I dated. <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> Has a great laugh. And this one girl I dated, Alyssa, had a great laugh. It was like, <laughs> it was cute. Boy, that sounds sexy. <laughs> you dated Krusty the Clown. I dated someone that laughed like, Durf. Wow, she's hot. What, what a girlish titter. <laughs> you become. That was the end of it. So, so John is like, listen, I don't want to fuck Kate, but her laugh is exactly like all these women that have one thing in common. They've received my salty load. I, I, I'm not gay, but Seth Rogen, when he laughs, I kind of get hard. That's, that's, what, that's, that's what he sounded like. I know. I know. <laughs> disgusting laugh. Ooh, I'm imagining her in lingerie with that laugh. <laughs> How hot. Sexy. Stavros Helkius. <laughs> Fran Drescher, hottest woman in, in Hollywood. <laughs> Jesus, John. But yeah, he does this gross thing with Kate Meany where he's he like flirts with her the way you would. Oh, she's so cute. Her laugh is so cute. It's like, John, this is way weirder. Because what you're saying is like. I I wouldn't stick my prick in her, but I would have intimate conversations with her and obsess over cute little things she does. So you'll stalk her. You just won't fuck her. He likes Carl's laugh from uh, Billy Madison. <laughs> He's like, oh, I think he meant Carl from uh, whoever's <laughs> No, 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 no. He doesn't seem to enjoy that one. No, no, I don't somebody. think he likes when he hears that. He's usually uh, the subject matter right before He's on the receiving it. end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's the subject matter right before that laugh. Yeah, it's interesting. If Susanna and Alyssa and all these women did a show mocking John, I wonder if he would find their laughs as cute. He's like, this is mean, but like, I'm so turned on at the same time. <laughs> they do have adorable laugh. That I can't take away from. I can't deny how cute the laugh is. <laughs> that's so interesting to me. That that's how deep a guy John is, is when he looks at a partner, he li- likes to make them laugh. He just he doesn't think of them as a hole to be filled. <laughs> Yeah, you know, if, look at it as a receptacle for his goo. If I hear you laugh and I assume you wear a helmet to go to the grocery store, <laughs> I'm turned on. Yeah, well, good for John. He's had uh, he's had quite a week, and Atlantic City was uh, an interesting study in mania because now they're all again, like he hates Kevin Brennan again. He did, <laughs> of course. It would just, he's crazy. It would just, it, it'd take too much time. So I didn't have the Vince the Lawyer clips, but literally in the same episode, it, this is over the course of two hours. He's talking about Vince the Lawyer, what a scumbag Vince the Lawyer is, how he's done with him. Mm-hmm. You know, an hour and change later, he has Vince on and they're laughing like schoolgirls. And there's even moments, there's like cringy moments where John's like, hey, Vin, when I took, removed your hat, would you say that was the funniest moment in the history of the dabble verse? And Vince is like, no, not really. And John's like, well, it's up there though. <laughs> Teach it to him. It was like he's just trying to bond with this guy. <laughs> uh, all right. Should we go from what time is it? What time are we working with? It's almost noon. Okay. Should we go with a uh, checking out our friend coach HP? Always. So, the coach 
was at it again last week. If you guys missed it, it's up on YouTube now. Um, so if you guys are audio listeners, go check out the YouTube because we found an interview that Coach HP did with a very important figure in Joe yep. Rogan's life. Yep, Scott Christ. <laughs> Scott Christ uh, uh, did some very, very important work for Joe Rogan. So go check that out. It's up on YouTube or if you're a, a member, you got the whole episode uh, last week. Um, and we talked about Coach HP, this interview that he was doing. Now, I did also tease that he did an interview with someone in Dave Portnoy's life. Yep. Um, he, so he put a short, he put he put a like YouTube short up that said, "I sit down with Dave Portnoy's a trainer that met Dave Portnoy or a jockey that met Dave Portnoy." And so the only that short is discussing Dave Portnoy, but the way he framed it, I thought it was the whole episode. No. The episode was half in Spanish and half in English. <laughs> so I was like, coach, what are you doing? You're alienating both languages. <laughs> Neither of us can watch the full episode. <laughs> but that wasn't as a uh, chalk full of moments. But what I did find it, it, I think it's very appropriate because we do a podcast here. Mm-hmm. Been known to talk about other podcasts at times. Yep. Would you like to learn the rules of podcasting from one Coach HP? I sure would. And I have uh, info. Do you want to know how many views this podcast has before or after we watch it? Um, Well, when I checked it, it was 35. Has it gone up? (laughs) One. (laughs) That was me. (laughs) It could have been me, too. I don't even know. (laughs) So it's at 36 views now? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, guys, keep that number in mind as we watch this. Because Coach HP... Went to a, I guess that's why he interviewed Wallow for Million Dollars Worth of Game. Mm-hmm. Is It was at some sort of podcasting conference, <laughs> which why Gilly and Wallow would go to that, I have no idea. I don't think Gilly did. He was like, no. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe that's true. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they were paid or something. I have no idea why they would participate. Well, he makes it sound like uh, uh, he's colleagues with some of the people that are there. I don't know if it's clipped in this or not, but there's one part where he's just like, you know, it was uh, me and like Charlemagne. And, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Charlemagne the God are hanging out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's at this conference for podcasting, which sounds horrible already. But thank God. we Guys, did you miss the conference? Because I know I did. I, did, I didn't I know. make it. I, I've been kicking myself. I didn't make it. Thank God Coach HP had his pen and paper out. To He's be taking f- notes. To be fair, though, I think we have to go to the next one to try to get in touch with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Oh, well, the one thing I should also point out is that he, when he was talking to Scott, do you remember? He was like, Scott, just do a podcast. Yep. That's the most important thing in life is that you do podcasts. Yep. He pointed out that his how-to video on how to break in a baseball glove Mm-hmm. Did very well. Now, what's interesting about those videos is, yes, they do very well. But the people that run those channels kind of have to sacrifice the fact that they can't be personalities. You know? <laughs> right. You have to do how-to channels and not make it entirely about yourself. <laughs> That's, I think, the disconnect that Coach HP has. So let's hear this video with 35 views. How to have a successful podcast in 2024. That's that's the move this here. <laughs> okay. All right, right out of the gate. I'm guessing is this an example of how question. not to do it, coach? <laughs> he left the part in where he's adjusting the lavalier mic, which makes <laughs> so much noise. This is eight seconds into his how-to video. <laughs> he's like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> That's the question, how to have a successful podcast in 2024. So I just got back from PodCon. (laughs) 
That's what it's called. It sounds like a joke. It sounds like a terrible. It sounds like something Kirk would riff when he's making fun of like those radio conventions. Right. Right. <laughs> I was just at PodCon. <laughs> Successful podcast. Yes, please. I wanted to share the takeaway, give you my feedback on what I saw, what I saw worked, what I saw people were doing there that's not going to work, uh, my situation with my podcast, my dealings with the iHeart. He's looking at other people at this convention like, no chance. (laughs) (laughs) He he says, I saw people there, and I want to tell you what's not going to (laughs) work. So he's just walking by people like, don't be this schmuck. (laughs) He doesn't stand a chance. Big Cat talked to me once. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and boy, does he. That's his intro. That's Big Cat saying, uh, hey, you're a positive guy. And he sheepishly goes, "Uh, it's the Coach HP podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My dealings with the iHeart, with Podcast One, with all these different platforms that come at come at you when you have a successful show. They or when come they see at you, you re- coach. <laughs> they come at you when you have a successful show, dude. Do, do they come at you, or do you constantly knock on their door like Brian Callen trying to get into the mothership? <laughs> Sweet Holly. Are, are you constantly talking to them, saying, "Hey, Podcast One, iHeart Radio, could I please have some money?" <laughs> JFK's head chunk says Sweet Holiday and Express Studio, which is exactly where it is. I know. I think. Yeah, I think that is where it is. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. He, I didn't leave this in, but he gives a shout out at the top of this to the Holiday Inn. Does he? He, he goes, oh, or whatever the hotel is. But he goes, hey, you guys got to check out the hotel so and so in uh, Pennsylvania. It's a really great hotel. Check it out sometime. They let me use their uh whatever they call it, like their office space. <laughs> their work their work center. Uh Andrea, the potential moderator with a big comeback comment, says come back tonight for the premiere of Gearbox, a show about the blind mic project. <laughs> they get it. <laughs> can, can I ask you this? Has moderator Andrea said anything about this show? <laughs> Um, that that show is about this one. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad she's keeping the chat focused. <laughs> I think you might be onto something, Craig. I suspect she got some very specific marching orders. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Do you guys like Akrad? <laughs> well, Jesus Christ. Well, turn this off and just recap it later with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, don't even think about this show. Why are you wasting your hours of show watching now? There's a show about this show later tonight at 9 p.m. By the way, this still shot of Coach HP looks like he's disgustingly looking at the chat. Oh, my God. (laughs) Why are you watching this program when you could be watching Hackride? Hackride is a very funny man, much better than this show. Wouldn't you rather hear a demon break down this podcast than actually have to sit through it? <laughs> Hackride says, Yes, she has. Craigers is cherry picking, which is the first time he ever ate a fruit. But dump him. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> uh, Val, two Hello, bo- folks. Val, $2. ABWO. Andrea Brower, World Order. <laughs> sure. I think that's what it is. I have no idea. Come at you when you have a successful show or when they see you really got momentum. So. 
<laughs> so my I email's so full. God, I wish <laughs> Podcast One would leave me alone. <laughs> I wish I could go anywhere without iHeartRadio jumping out of the bushes at me. <laughs> I'm, can I just live a life? Can I eat with my family? <laughs> I wanted to share with guys, I want to share with you guys, top things for a successful podcast. <laughs> He doesn't have a number. He just goes top things for a successful <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's not top five or anything. Hey, top stuff. These are the top things. Top stuff, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, so that's what I meant to say is uh, he found success. I guess his how to break in a baseball mid video got a ton of views. So he's like, I'm going to be the how to guy, how to be positive, how to do a podcast. Uh, this one, you said, I'm sorry. What was the number again? 36. Uh, Oh, 36. Okay. So it hasn't quite taken off the way the uh, baseball mid video did. So maybe if your, if your view was 36, mine was probably 37. So it might be up to 37. Oh, good. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Getting it up. Hey guys, you know what? Go watch that instead of us bullshit talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew Brower, put that in the chat if you could. (laughs) Put a link to Coach HP's channel. Um, uh, Rule number one from Coach HP here. Oh, good. This is very important. Jot this down, please. Right. I wish we had David Collins here. He likes taking notes. I know. We should get him. Nice. Oh, well, you know who is on with David Collins? <laughs> I'm surprised it hasn't been mentioned in the chat a hundred times yet. Yeah. We'll put it this way, guys. There's another show you should be watching other than this one. <laughs> yes, Dave, I don't think it's out yet, though. David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show with Hack Ride and Electrify. <laughs> Go tune yes. in. Go tune in now. Like, leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not up yet. But just go leave this show and prepare for that one. Stare at his YouTube channel until it pops up. Yeah, yeah. That's way it's important for you to be mentally ready for that show with Hack Ride and Electra. <laughs> because we all know this one's dog shit. Yeah, it's just terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worth I mean, maybe it's worth talking about it like nine o'clock tonight. <laughs> but to watch it now would be very silly. He's so stupid. <laughs> Number one, guys, you gotta start. People oh. don't want to start. You want to worry about oh, things like Wait, I, I, I'm, I was so mystified. I've heard this, <laughs> and on a second re-listen, I thought that can't be the first rule. <laughs> He's going somewhere. Let him. No, no, no. Let's start that over. Let's see what's rule number one again. Because uh, if you blink, you'll miss it. Uh, just do it. <laughs> no, just do it, <laughs> let me, Nike. <laughs> let, me hear, let me hear how he presents this. Number one, guys, you got to start. People. Oh, wow. I thought uh, here's where I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't even know. Are we broadcasting right now? No, I thought I listened to him. And I was like, <laughs> See, I think you shouldn't even bother starting. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm an idiot is I thought if I just did this in my house and didn't plug this microphone in, I thought it would kind of be the same thing, right? Like right. that's more or less a podcast. So I've been meaning to tell you this uh, ever since you tweeted out that you were looking for a producer for, this blind mic project like three years ago now. Yeah. Um, we've just been sitting in StreamYard without going live. No wonder. <laughs> no, no wonder no one's fucking watching this thing. <laughs> no wonder the after show is so much more popular. <laughs> you know how nervous we would be if we hit go live though? <laughs> just start as if there's someone perusing YouTube. Like, God damn it. The podcast I don't do isn't successful yet. <laughs> how do I, let me type in how to do a podcast. 
<laughs> and then they hear number one and they're like, fuck. Aussie. I'm a moron. Egg on my face. Aussie in the I should have started the podcast. Aussie in the chat just says, number one, be born. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm kind of surprised he didn't do that. Number one, start the podcast. Number two, turn on your microphones. <laughs> number one, number thank- three, turn on the computer. Thank God for blessing you to be on the earth at this time. And number four, make sure you have internet service. <laughs> That's very important. You're going to need to upload these things to the internet. We're never going to get through this. Just start is the craziest rule. In other words, you know, you know what number one is? Here's what rule number one really is. Just talk until <laughs> someone tells you you're interesting. Yes. Just say words because you need things to say. I have no substance here, but I'm just going to talk and hope people mistake it for something. <laughs> Rule number one is start. Number one, guys. Hey, you know what, guys? Listen, I'm not going to tell like Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. how to how to do his job. He's an elite athlete. Same with Patrick Mahomes. Yep. You know Andy Reid. The, the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. If they're gonna, if they're going to want to re- win another one, go three in a row. They're going to have to play all those games next year. Cool. I know. I listen. I know like Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith, those guys are afraid to say that kind of stuff. I don't even think of that. But I'm here to tell you, if they don't play their games next year, they don't stand a fucking chance. That's nuts. All right. These other guys will tell you about X's and O's and all that kind of stuff. But I'm here to say they need to play the games first and foremost. That's rule number one. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Number one, guys, you got to start. People (laughs) don't want to start. You want to worry about things like, is this a good time to start? I don't want to put up too much content. Uh, Is this the right (laughs) camera? I don't have a camera. (laughs) Too much content. (laughs) I'm worried. I'm worried that people are going to think I'm putting up too much content. So my solution is putting up zero. That was a big concern for us at the beginning of this. I think. Is there too much going on? The best number to put. Yeah, that's why no one was watching this channel for the first year. <laughs> Is that I was so worried that I was like, Craig, don't even post these episodes. We're just doing them for reps, dude. <laughs> Guys, start. Grab a grab an iPhone that we all have and just start shooting and talking. That's the first thing I got. Make as sloppy as you want. Just fucking go out and do it. You know, everyone, everyone uh, when they listen to podcasts is like, you know what? This audio could be shittier. I prefer it that way. Yeah. No, there's never bitching about audio quality. Mm-hmm. That, that, that never happens on podcasts. What you should do <laughs> never is hap- haphazardly rush into it. Yeah. <laughs> just just put, put zero forethought into it. Just fucking go. Just let it rip. Don't have a format prepared. Just turn the camera on and fucking upload it to YouTube. Whatever, whatever horse shit falls out of your mouth. But I will say, stream can't crash if it never starts. That's right. I didn't even think of that one. I, I swear to God, I didn't think of that one. I said that. That's, yeah, you know what? I'll tell Coleman that today. He's like, hey, have you thought about not even starting the episode? <laughs> can't, can't crash. I learned from my buddy today. Just start shooting and talking. That's the first thing I got. So start. Thank you. That's Coach very important. It is how important. Are gonna, how are you going to follow that up? I mean, rule number two, like that really is. I think that covers all the bases there, but I guess there are other rules to having a successful podcast, (laughs) believe it or not. Mike, you're not going to believe this. We got like six more rules. (laughs) Oh, goody. (laughs) (laughs) 
you gotta be yourself, which is super hard <laughs> because it's very hard to hey, have. Hey guys, uh, with- sorry to interrupt. Joe Rogan here. Hi, I'm ha- I'm Hack Ride. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for joining the Theo Vaughn podcast. Uh, I appreciate you being here. Make sure you uh, go to blindmike.net to subscribe. I don't know who that is, but um, I'm successful podcaster Theo Vaughn. I want people to watch this, so I'm Hack Ride. Please, uh, Andrea. Andrea, if you could, please talk about me. I'm Hack Ride. Be yourself. He's gone from the worst podcast advice to the worst therapy session of all time. <laughs> Be yourself. Hey, people will like you for you, man. This is so. This is good. So right now, um, I've got the computer and microphones on, mm-hmm. and I'm me. I'm Mike Geary. Yep. We're on the fast path to success here. I think this is. I think we're cruising. Into millions of views. <laughs> you gotta be. Imagine if this video had more than forty views, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> like, like, if this thing gets like a hundred k at some point, people are like, "You know what? I gotta start." <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is like, I'd make fun of it if it had a hundred thousand views, but then at least it accomplished the goal Correct. that Coach HP was trying to prove. If you ever have to, I, I think everyone has at some point had to look up uh, like a how-to video on YouTube or something. I'm clicking the one with like a million views, not four. <laughs> no, I'm going with the one. Well, 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 Craig, that's ridiculous because you're telling me, say a woodworker like our friend Scott couldn't have 35 views. I might click on that and watch. The problem here is he's talking about how to do Basically, how to have a lot of views on your videos. <laughs> it doesn't work all the time. Though. It's like, it's like if I said how to be a sharpshooter. <laughs> how to have just precise vision. <laughs> Why would this guy be telling me that? You got to be yourself, which is super hard because it's very hard to have. And I see this happens with a lot of comedians, too. They're like, I don't want to see such and such comedian. I don't want to see Richard Pryor because then I start imitating Richard Pryor and I do a version of him, which is true. We all have a sense of who we like in this business. It's almost impossible not to imitate. I can't imagine bi- who uh, Coach HP's is. <laughs> I'm just saying if I had to guess, I couldn't think of anyone that he would be emulating. Hmm. Uh, Gary V? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, that's true podcast because you see what they're doing you see their vibe you see their angles but the more you are true to yourself and what you feel you want to share in this the better i think it'll become i like how he's trying to be like authentic and be yourself and you know speak from the heart as he's reading cue cards (laughs) (laughs) look at him i'm sorry what does this say (laughs) oh be authentic authentic (laughs) i can't i can't read my handwriting (laughs) Be just, just try to go off, off the cuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Angles, but the more you are true to yourself and what you feel you want to share in this, the better I think it'll become. And it gives you time to grow and build an audience. Can I throw something out there that I think Coach HP might like? Mm -hmm. What if instead of being yourself, you just found comedians that you could trick into interviewing and tell them how great they are for an hour. Does that work too? Uh, clearly I'm successful. Look at my watch. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's not, every, every interview he's ever had is the person he's most looked forward to meeting. 
David Lucas, uh, there's no one I've ever wanted to talk to more in my life. Except for Scott, the table maker. <laughs> Scott, Scott Christ. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing his booking process because he's gone in the exact order of how much he looks forward to talking to someone. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, it's always, he's constantly topping himself yep. in terms of anticipating the guest. Right. Or, or he's going from first place down the list. So well, that's I mean, yeah, it's amazing. He's gone sequentially. It's, yeah, it's very impressive. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so far we have this fraud telling you to be yourself and turn your fucking camera on. So you gotta be authentic. <laughs> you gotta that's very, be. That's very important. Yeah. I don't know about you, but. I'm looking forward to rule number three. Here. Are we ready? Do you think we're ready for rule three? One and two have rocked the podcasting industry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, rule number three, take diligent notes. The first two, <laughs> the first two rules have changed everything. <laughs> now I'm, I'm imagining with controversial takes like that. Rule number three will be uh, make sure it's available on all platforms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You are going want to, going to want to go to Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, YouTube, uh, Google Play. You're gonna have to really like baseball. <laughs> Oops. Number three, you can't compare yourself to other podcasts. <laughs> you want to imitate other podcasts, but you can't compare Stay yourself. Yours only has thirty five views. <laughs> Just hypothetically. <laughs> 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 you can't it's very this this actually it probably should have been number one if you want to be the most successful podcast you can't look at things like views as a metric of success you can't you can't imitate people <laughs> but next i'm going to talk about the elk meat i just ate <laughs> sure sure a patreon video of matt and shane's secret podcast <laughs> has more views combined than everything i've done <laughs> But that's not a way you don't compare yourself <laughs> to other people. To them. Everybody at this event was asking uh, these people, was asking, Wallo, oh, you know, when did you guys start and how long it took you guys to make it? It's weird that they were asking Wallo when you were there. Yeah, uh, me and him. That's we, weird. <laughs> we were having dinner together. <laughs> it's weird that they shoved Coach H HP out of the way to ask for one of the million dollars worth of game guys. <laughs> special situation you have two extraordinary talents that in literally six months they were at the top of their category one of the best podcasts in the world that's not normal what's normal is don't be like that don't be like that <laughs> grind what you want to do is get an incredibly low amount of views <laughs> like an amount that if i sent it to everyone in my contacts list it would be higher this is a hard worker he he, he worked hard for that <laughs> you start and it takes time i started this it's gonna be now four years ago Dave three years now four years ago he worked Things take time he worked so hard for four years for 36 views yeah yeah that's tough well, and listen here's the thing these are all true <laughs> yeah. i guess i guess if you want to give him that if we're gonna give him something he said nothing false correct but it's just it just feels to me like, you know, if you want to be in the major leagues, you're gonna to have to start young playing baseball. <laughs> Your whole life. And you're gonna to wanna to, you're gonna to wanna to do a tremendous amount of practice in order to get there. You're gonna to wanna to play on like 
travel teams, you know, work your way up, go to camps, take every opportunity you can. That's how you become, and you have to have talent. And that's how you become a successful Major League Baseball player. (laughs) You want to dedicate your life to it. How do you become a successful lawyer? Well, you got to start by going to college and studying really hard and then going to law school. (laughs) And then then maybe you become, you you know, you you start at the bottom and work your way up of a law firm. Maybe become a partner someday. JFK's head junk says, I started this at the Econo Lodge. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm at Holiday Inn Express. (laughs) That's very funny. That took me a second. I started this. I like that JFK's head trunk is so obsessed with the where he is. <laughs> he can't, he can't I started this at the Econolog. <laughs> That's very funny. And if you can believe it, and one day I will be in a Marriott. Mark my words. Years <laughs> of just every week, sometimes twice a week, sometimes three times a week. Interviewing sometimes people, four times a week, having shows like sometimes this. five, sometimes times, five a times a week. <laughs> That's just not true, by the way. Go look at his channel, he doesn't upload videos every day. No, he does not. Talking to people, doing a million things. So, this takes time. It takes time to find your rhythm, it takes time to find out what you want to talk about. I still don't exactly fully know what this is. I love talking. You know what this is? (laughs) I think I referenced this bit a couple weeks ago. Is he talking about his own pocket? Hold on. Is he talking about He's like, I still don't know what I'm doing. Oh, we got to go back and hear that. (laughs) But I apologize for stepping on it, but it dawned on me what this is. You know, uh, you know, the Jim Jeffries bit that he has about uh, having a baby. Mm -hmm. And he says that when, when you have a baby, they give you a book called, don't shake the baby. And he goes, you know, I, he goes, I don't understand. There, there were multiple pages to this thing. He goes, who's looking at the title? I'm thinking, ah, uh, there must be more to this. <laughs> what else? <laughs> like, it seems pretty self-explanatory. That's what this video is. It's the how to, sh- don't shake the baby <laughs> version of, <laughs> of, of how to do a podcast. He's just saying like, fucking turn your camera on and try to be interesting. <laughs> now having him having said all that, I'm pretty sure he still says he doesn't know what he's doing. Okay. Yeah. So I, I apologize yeah, to Craig's point. We got to hear this because he's going to tell us about his pie. He's going to draw from real life examples. It's time to find out what you want to talk about. I still don't exactly fully know what this is. I love <laughs> talking to people. That's awesome. But I also love telling you guys how I feel. Now, what I th- it's interesting. I know that rule number three was trying to be focused. <laughs> I have none of that. I have not. In the four years I've been doing this show, my main idea is trying to get names on whose penises I can suckle on. <laughs> He's gonna go if he keeps this up. He's gonna go by Jose Matarese in a couple weeks. <laughs> I, folks, I have switched formats. This time, it is entirely about positivity. <laughs> All these things, what's going on, stuff that's happened to me, mistakes I've made. So, don't imitate anybody else. And then number three, don't compare yourself to anybody else. You gotta start Wait, and do your thing. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. His entire podcast is talking about how great Joe Rogan is doing <laughs> or how great Brendan Schaub and David Lucas are doing. Like that's his entire, his entire show is comparing himself to other people. Do you know, boy, boy, do I wish I was as successful as you. Do you know how sick it would be if I was Joe Rogan's friend? That's his podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's the brand that he's come up with. His 
please, for the love of God, introduce me to Joe Rogan or Dave Portnoy. <laughs> please, I need them. But uh, here's rule number four. Okay, good. Maybe this is where it starts to get a little more detailed. That, that, that's fair. He's covering the basics for, you know, the layman. See what else we got here in our notes. Focus on your community. So they were big on <laughs> focusing with your community. What's your community? When I started, I was in the baseball world, so it was all, a lot of baseball stuff. But then I moved more into the oh. parenting section, so I became I'm, more... I'm, hold on, coach. I have a question. It seems like you're incredibly scatterbrained about your community. <laughs> if I may, it seems like you're kind of all over the place. Is that sort of the opposite of focusing on your community? Because it seems like you think you're a baseball expert one day, and then you think you're a parenting expert one day, and then you're a positivity expert the next day. <laughs> now he's leader of the Joe Rogan toe suckers. Go back. Go back. This is So he's saying focus on your community, which is, again, meaningless. It doesn't mean anything. You go pick up the, go pick up the litter outside. But the key word to me there is focus, which there's something to be said for that. Have an idea and follow through, perhaps have a format. Okay. Well, how has Coach P mastered that? Steve, Coach H. P. Steve Horn says, number four, tell all your guests they have a beautiful head of hair. <laughs> uh, you are you have just lush, lustrous hair, thick and lustrous. So handsome. <laughs> Focus on your community. So they were big on focusing with your community. What's your community? When I started, I was in the baseball world, so it was all, a lot of baseball stuff. But then I moved more into the parenting section, so I became more parenting. And then it became working with athletes outside of baseball, golf, He's and Joe working Materis. with comedians. He is Joe Matteris, yeah. Jose Matteris. Oh, hold on. So I, I started by specializing in something I actually know, baseball. <laughs> Played baseball for many years. I coach baseball. Baseball. Then I went to parenting for some reason. There aren't enough parenting podcasts. Nope. But then I got into sports I know nothing about. <laughs> that, that's the real key. Try to drift away from any expertise you have, you yep. know? Yep. And maybe focus on something you're not interested in. Like, for example, I do a history of comedy podcast because I'm really interested in comedy. But... Wouldn't it be more interesting if I did like a civil war podcast? I'm actually in. Let's do it. <laughs> Something I just know nothing about. We should release one. <laughs> we should listen to these tips and we we should release a show where we listen to these tips exclusively and very literally. It's the interesting thing about Robert E. Lee. Here's the interesting <laughs> thing. He's influenced by a lot of guys that came before him. Statutarian <laughs> season. Let's get into it. <laughs> and then working with entrepreneurs. So. Find your community of people that support you. It could be 10, could be 100, hopefully, hopefully it's well, a it thousand. Could, be could definitely be 10, Coach HP. <laughs> could be 30. That's probably a fair number to settle on. No, it could. The video is titled How to Have a Successful Podcast in 2024. Mm -hmm. Am I wrong about that? That's right. You could settle for 10 people watching? You know what's the best part about that, by the way? Did you notice the thumbnail? No. So it says how to have a successful podcast in 2024 and a gigantic Barstool Sports logo. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't mention them once. No. <laughs> I, That's crazy. I thought someone else from Barstool was on and he was going to interview them like if he had like little sass on to talk about son of a boy right. dad or some shit like that. How to do a successful podcast. Like. 
<laughs> hey, it's, but that, no, that's actually, can I tell you something though? Mm-hmm. We can mock that all we want. Mm-hmm. That's something that should be on this list is, hey, fucking just get people to walk, like visual have a thumbnail that stands out to people. Visual promotion. Yeah. Title the podcast and have uh, a thumbnail that stands out, jumps, grabs the eye, jumps out to people. Might get people that otherwise wouldn't watch your channel to click on it. That's actually advice. The one thing he did. Yep. <laughs> the one actual amount of work he did is not on this list. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's, how to su- uh, successful podcast in 2024. Barstool sports logo, Spotify and iHeart. No Apple. Yeah. That, that's Well, here's the thing is uh, Spotify. Even if you have 10 viewers, they're like, hey, this guy's pretty positive. Let's get the checkbook out. <laughs> That's true. That's true. A million. But start small with your community. Engage with your community. Your community is going to give you the true feedback. I love this from YouTube. From Instagram, at least in my content, I don't get a lot of people asking oh, me stuff. On. They usually DM it, which is more in private. Hold on, hold on. So he's saying, if you don't understand what he means there, He's saying he doesn't get a ton of feedback on Instagram. <laughs> the hub of feedback is YouTube. Oh, God. At most, me and Craig didn't comment on this video. <laughs> so at most, 34 people could have commented on this. Let's see how many comments that he's got here. How do I get... <laughs> or likes, even. Uh, he's got two comments. Okay. Um... One of them is him replying to somebody. Oh, all right. Well, the, so one. <laughs> if you had to guess how many, like, it, it is at 37 views now, by the way, I did count. Okay, good. Good, good, good. <laughs> um, do you know how many likes, if you, if you were to guess? 36. Two. Okay. <laughs> what is his Instagram? Is his Instagram a literal tumbleweed? <laughs> what the fuck is his instagram oh man i want he must have like a significant amount of followers on instagram right his instagram is like just negative space he just doesn't get any feedback there let's see i'm gonna look, i'm gonna look him up see what he's i'm worried with. before you do that i'm worried you're gonna disappear <laughs> get sucked you, into the void bring this instagram up. i'm gonna get sucked into the void oh no <laughs> Where'd he go? Uh, let's see. Um, Instagram, I do not get much feedback, unlike YouTube, where I have, I have built up to two comments. Holy fuck. <laughs> He's got a lot of Instagram followers, doesn't he? 201,000. Yeah, so what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, the most of his feedback is for sure going to be on this. I would hope so. <laughs> oh my God, he has three comments on the last fucking video you dropped. Oh, maybe he's right. (laughs) None on the one before that. Oh. Did he buy? He might have bought. I don't know. It has gone up since. I think when I found him, it was like 150 or something. He could have bought them, though. Maybe. Is there no engagement on any of them? How many views? Like 1,500. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't feel like 200,000. No, it doesn't. Not even not even huh. close. I wonder if he bought followers. But he, hey, you know what? I don't think you should do that. I think that's a complete waste of money. But it's something. Put that on the list. <laughs> buy. Hey, buy followers. Buy views. <laughs> yeah. That, that's something other than turn your fucking computer on. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's have him finish rule four here. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. But in YouTube, I guess because YouTube, you can have screen names and nobody knows who you are. It is huge. The people reach out. They ask questions. It's, it's awesome. So you got to engage with your community. If mm. one person ask a question on this video. <laughs> wow, dude, I'm killing it today. <laughs> All right. All right. What's rule number five? Let's see what rule five is here. There's only so there's only two rules left. You're telling me? Yeah, but I think the last video is like three and a half minutes long. Oh, thank God, because we that must be where we get something out of this. <laughs> it has to be. He gets real in depth in that rule. <laughs> yeah. This video, by the way, is only 13 minutes long. Oh, the whole video? Yeah. So it's digestible. Yeah, it's, a, it's a wallow interview. We call that. <laughs> yeah. He, he gives the wallow treatment. <laughs> yeah. How a man's entire life. <laughs> And how to do a podcast are the same length of time right. in Coach HP's world. Uh, uh, potential moderator, Andrea. Blind Mike will be back tonight with his new show, Gearbox, at 9 p.m. What? <laughs> <laughs> now that you're just lying. <laughs> I'm still on the show. Andrea, Andrea with a disastrous first episode. <laughs> <laughs> She's clearly a plant. She she might have to be a moderator. I might <laughs> we might have to make we have to make it happen. Blind Mike returning. <laughs> Maybe Hackride identified as you because I identified as him. Maybe it was a chain reaction. Oh, you know, honestly, it, 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 that that's actually funny. It might be that actually. It could be. That's very funny. <laughs> All right, let's get to rule five. Okay, please. Well, yeah, obviously, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing because I'm promoting podcasts <laughs> nine hours from now. So please, coach, tell me. Give me something. Relatable, relatable to you. So uh, perfect example, the top podcast stuff that they talked about is true crimes. So true crimes. I'm not a big fan of true crime, so I would not start a true crime. I'm a fan of positivity. Of positivity. I will not start a true crime podcast. But what I do think about is... Why? You got a problem with that? Start with Miami, like historic crimes that have happened in Miami and talk about them what? and review them and stuff like that. So hold on, hold on. That's what, what, what is he saying? He goes, I wouldn't start a true crime podcast, but I live in Miami, so I would start a true crime podcast about Miami. Okay, I thought I misheard. I thought I must be the idiot here. <laughs> <laughs> so nope. he's saying he he was on the precipice of good advice. Mm -hmm. If he if he was saying, hey, true crime podcasts are popular, but don't just do one to do one. It has to actually be something you're interested in. Mm -hmm. Which that's that's very good advice because a lot of people probably do think like oh I'll just get into the true crime section because that's very hot right now or whatever yeah Coach HP is saying don't do that that's that, that's very silly <laughs> unless like you live in Miami or something then you can do a Miami true yeah. crime podcast you know, hey, <laughs> true crime podcasts are great everyone should start one <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people that don't know fucking that don't care, have any passion about true crime or any knowledge. <laughs> as long as you live in Miami, I guess. Give it a a, a sexual uh name too. That's <laughs> that's the other advice I would give. Oh, yes, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one did. <laughs> An idea, but relatable was a big thing. Other things that people talked about was 
content themes. So themes of content, right? Your three things. You're either educational. Educational, like with me, was the video of how to break in a baseball glove. That was huge that for is, me. That, I mean, that <laughs> is that is his free bird. <laughs> I want to see how many views that video's got. It's probably got like a million. Right? Yeah, look that up, actually. He's talking. It like, it's going to have like four grand. He mentions it all. We heard him mention it to Scott. Breaking. He mentions this how to break in a baseball med video all the time. By the way, I think Craig's going to like one of the other uh, suggestions he has that we'll get to. But first, I want to see how many views this baseball mitt video has. If you had to guess. If you had to take a guess. There's two. He did two of them. Well, let's go with the highest one. Okay. The highest view count. Yep. Based on your reaction, it's definitely lower than a million. 50,000. 277,000. Okay. All right. That's not, that's not, that's not bad. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, but he talks about it. If if we had a video do that, that'd be pretty crazy. That'd be pretty crazy. But he talks about it. Like it's you guys, I know you. Oh, sure. Like it's Mr. Beast counting to a million or something. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I understand. That's, that's correct. But thank God. I, when you, when you asked me that, I was like, Oh God, is it like 5,000? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> So thank God. All right. Occasional is how to hit a baseball, how to talk to a 14 year old. Aspirational. We can mock this guy. <laughs> but I think, I think there's something to be learned there. Why would you, you know? do a video called how to talk to a 14 year old? I think, I think that you know better than anyone. Why? You oh. know? You don't just you don't just reach in and grab. You gotta romance them a little, you know. Is that a real video? <laughs> yes. Is it really? Yeah, I've seen it. I'm, I I was hoping for more, but it's like from a coaching standpoint. Oh, that is a tough title. So I get what he's saying, but yeah, how to talk to a fourteen-year-old you would think would be like a Gillian Keefe sketch or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> You're either educational. Educational, like with me, was the video of how to break in a baseball glove. That was huge for me. Educational is how to hit a baseball, how to talk to a 14-year-old. Educational stuff like that. Stay in your lane. Aspirational (laughs) is, which is where a lot of the scams come in, where people showcase their lives, and people want to be you. They see somebody, they go, I like that guy. I like his house. I like his car. I like his chick. I like what he has going on. Aspirational is another avenue. Stuttering Coach HP. I like his chick. (laughs) Wait, what did he just say? A whole lot. What was the, so is he saying that's good that you should, you should do a podcast. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine why he would be saying this. Is he suggesting you should do a podcast where you just go, look at this guy. I like his hair. I like his face. (laughs) I like his bank account. I like his house. And I like the lady he stuffs. (laughs) It sounds like that's a podcast. (laughs) It sounds like it. Is he saying that would be bad or good? Because it is the podcast that he does, so at least he's aware. But <laughs> stuttering coach HP man, yeah. his house. I like his car. I like his chick. I like sorry, what he go has going on. Because I want to hear what the fuck, how he got into this. Rational is which is where a lot of the scams come in, where people showcase their lives and people oh, want to. Oh, like a scam. Hold on a second. Okay. Go back even further. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he might be talking about like our guy John Sirisani. Carl doesn't know this, but it's someone we talk about on WATS from time to time. 
Content, right? <laughs> your three things. Hack right You're here, either by the way. educational. Educational, like with me, was the video of how to break in a baseball glove. That was huge for me. Educational is how to hit a baseball, how to talk to a 14-year-old, <laughs> educational stuff like that. Educational stuff like that. Is, which is where a lot of the scams <laughs> come in where people show. <laughs> educational stuff, you know, like talking to a 14-year-old. It's educational purposes. I go out and I, what Craig always says to me, he's like, hey, you know, we should be doing more stuff on TikTok. And I say, hey, it's not really my lane. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to go out to, to talk to 14-year-olds and see what they think. <laughs> I'm like, that's not really necessary. He's like, don't worry. You don't even have to ask me. You, you don't even know how. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it gets yeah, offensive. Yeah. <laughs> Case their lives and people want to be you. They see somebody like, oh, I like that guy. I like his house. I like his car. I like his chick. I like what he has going on. Aspirational is another avenue. And third is entertaining. Entertaining is I don't get it. Funny. He called it a scam. Can- <laughs> so it's like if I said, hey, Start a start a business. This 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 video is called "How to Start a Business." Yeah, and one thing you could do is just like email a bunch of people and say that you're a Nigerian prince, and that uh, <laughs> if they send you a certain amount of money, that you're going to send them back more money. Like right. that. That, for example, is the type of business that you could start. Right. <clears throat> it feels like that's what he's saying because he's calling the scam, but then saying do it. Ooh. Uh, Andrea, real quick, I know, potential moderator okay. said, hit that like with the thumb emoji. So we're moving in the right direction. All right. That I like, Andrea. Now we're cooking. <laughs> now we're cooking. <laughs> and no, she probably means like later tonight on HackRide's Yeah, on HackRide's channel, when you're watching the recap of this, <laughs> when you already checked out, hit the hey, like yeah. on that. Hey, you guys probably aren't even paying attention to the show anymore, but if you are later tonight, hit the like button. <laughs> Sing, you can dance, you can do so many things. So out of those three things, you got to find out which are you. Are you educational? Yeah. Aspirational? You know how, how successful those dancing podcasts are. <laughs> yeah, there's no niche audience. I, I love listening to this podcast with these ballet dancers. <laughs> you know, you, you, if you want big time success, find the super niche audience. <laughs> You're kind of doing Stuttering John as this guy. I know. Just so you know. I know. It kind of is. And entertaining. And you could intertwine them, obviously. And obviously, if you could do all three, it'd be great. But those features are important. <laughs> Thanks. That's coach. very important. Well, now it's all been culminating to this, right? Yeah. This is the last rule. Oh, God. Uh, sorry, dude. Troy Smith, two bucks. He's clearly not paying attention. He just says, what time is Gearbox on tonight? <laughs> Troy, <laughs> just we'll tell you at the end. <laughs> we have a guy. Troy, don't worry. A guy is muscling his way onto the program to talk about it later. <laughs> Him and Electrify backstage. You think we w- you think we wouldn't do a whole segment about when Gearbox is on? <laughs> what are you nuts? Oh, we'll get, we're going to dish. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it. But first, we have to finish up this boring stuff with Coach HP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, we've been building to the last rule, right? This is the last rule. This is where he admits he's like, guys, I was just, I was trying to get the riffraff out of here. The people that wouldn't stick around, that weren't <laughs> oh dedicated. Sorry. What? what? Andrea, in all seriousness, added Troy and said 9 p.m. <laughs> God damn it. Well, she's earned herself a position, I think. This isn't, this isn't. 
This is such a hack ride plant. It's not even funny. 9 p.m. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I could tell. It's good because I could tell by the way Troy sent that chat in. He definitely didn't know when the show was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we might need Andrew every week. Yeah, all right. Andrew's doing a good job. She's winning me over. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Yes, Eastern Standard Time, Nimrod. Yes. (laughs) All right. Now for the finally, Coach HP is going to unload all over our faces. What? How to have a successful podcast? Partnerships. They talked a lot about partnerships, partnering up with each other. Now this is a little tricky. So everybody that was there today, you had Charlemagne. Can I give you a little spoiler? Mm Mm-hmm. By this is a little tricky, he means it's something I have failed at time and again. <laughs> it's this now this one I'm going to give you advice on. It is something that I have continuously, like Charlie Brown, whiffed on. <laughs> at the they end, keep setting and me he up has, a, I think it's called studios. the black. I keep missing. Sorry, go ahead. Podcast network or, or something like that. Everybody was asking him, how do I get on your podcast? How can I get on your network? How can I get on your Penis network? How can down? I be a part of your network? If you don't have views, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> Every meeting I've had. <laughs> okay, we have two from today we have to put in the outro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good one. If you don't have views, nothing's going to happen. <laughs> Now, keep in mind, rule number four or whatever it was, was it doesn't matter how many people are watching. You could have 10 viewers. It doesn't matter. Start small. That was a couple of views ago. Now, rule number six is if you don't have views, none of it matters. Jump off nearest building. Your life is irrelevant. (laughs) He just starts getting real. You are a failed baseball player that thought you could podcast. You're just going to be in your living room jerking off to your neighbor's wife. If you don't have views, you are someone that tried to leech onto Brendan Schaub for no reason <laughs> at the start of his downfall. With companies, they look at your analytics. Can, you, can they help you grow? Can you make them money? That's it. There's no nice guys here. It's not like, oh, we like you. No, no, no. This literally, you have to have a niche oh, that they want to so get in. Order, hold on. I think I'm getting this, actually. Mm-hmm. In order to have a successful podcast, and this is specific to the year 2024. Yep. I don't think it's been like this in previous years. Now that I'm thinking about it. Think have so. a successful podcast in 2024. It's a podcast that should generate income in some way. Right. Boy, that's really interesting, coach. I, I'm glad you took five other rules to get here. <laughs> so we should, we start by starting the podcast. Right. And we end, the final rule is have it be successful. <laughs> hey, thanks, guys. That's been how to have a successful podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Good start night. It and make it good. <laughs> Two, they have to like what you do that you have to see have some kind of movement and then you could be considered for this. I've had people tell me... For example, four years in, you should not be getting 35 views on a video. (laughs) Especially when you start out Particularly when you're explaining how to be successful in that field. He's he's the shob of YouTube uh, video views. Starts (laughs) off with the the baseball glove and now he's here. 250,000. How to break in a baseball mitt. And his last Four video, years later. His last video, he said he's going to retire from Instagram. 
<laughs> I am uh, no longer a part of the, the the travel I had to do for Instagram was just too exhausting. <laughs> uh, we'll get you and we'll do a 70-30 split, 60-40 split, but you you want to feel comfortable and till then it's almost like better be, be on your own because you don't want people then to have a pressure of okay well how many views you like i had a company told me till you get consistently twenty thousand views an episode that's what we're looking for and that's my weird. Answer- so you're telling me it seems like these companies these corporate fat cats mm-hmm. are just looking for successful podcasts to pay yeah, it's like they want to sell ad revenue and stuff. That's what well, they should. Uh, that's very odd. I thought if I just started a podcast that was unsuccessful, I would be making Bill Simmons money at least. I don't, I don't know why we aren't. That's that's very disappointing. I thought if I just fucking did this every week, eventually someone would pay me millions of dollars. By the way, does him having the Barstool logo in this video kind of implicate them in this? <laughs> That he's trying to get views or implicate Barstool Sports? No, no, like, he says, I reach out to all these platforms, and they tell me, like, you need 20,000 views. One of the places he lists is Barstool Sports. Does he think he should be on Barstool? I think so. I think he went in there, saw the vibes, and was like, I could really fit in here. (laughs) Oh, would that be great? Oh, I need it. I need it. You know what this guy, what he would be great at is, like, um... Like, just when the unnamed show gets too hot, he just comes in and spreads positivity. <laughs> he comes in to calm everyone down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just compliments everyone. <laughs> no, he doesn't look like deformed Mincy. <laughs> That's the Coleman. Handsome young boy. He just looks like Coleman. <laughs> By the... Hold on one second. Oh, oh, oh good. <laughs> so, you, you compared him to Stuttery John earlier. You're about to eat your words, pal. <laughs> he didn't even edit it out. Tell me Keep in mind, get- this is called How to Have a Successful Podcast. <laughs> this better be a really famous person coming in. Oh, it's my friend Wallow again. <laughs> oh, I, folks, look at this. Alex Cooper is stopping by. <laughs> Consistently. 20,000 views an episode, that's what we're looking for. And my answer was, by the... Hold on one second. I hope that's not Dan Carlin from Hardcore History coming in to say hello. He walks funny. Hey. Hello, my friend. How's everything? Fantastic. Thank you. It's time. There it is. Champions again. Yes, sir. (laughs) It's on Monday. Yep. What the fuck? I think we have a big shot, man. This will be good. I think. I think. Everybody I'm, I'm, I'm a student chance. of Coach HP, as you know. Yeah. As long as this ball be. I think they're talking yes, Dolphins sir. football. There you go, my friend. Thank you so much. <laughs> have a good night. Was, okay. Was this room service? And the guy just starts talking Dolphins? I. Oh, I forgot he was in a hotel. We had to get the food. So I've had podcasts. People <laughs> yeah, it was ro- Hold on. Pause. It was room service. <laughs> you know, what, I'm going to call this in and I'm going to record. Why would you, if you're doing how to do a podcast of all videos, why would you order food and then start recording? <laughs> That's what I mean. That, or leave it in. Yeah, right. You just cut it out, coach. <laughs> this is very weird. The, the, the splits, and they're like, listen, if, if you don't get 20,000, we're not going to, it's not even beat. worth it. And I'm like, look, by the time I get 20,000 views an episode, I'm not coming to you guys. I'm I will be long dead. 
<laughs> I'm gonna go somewhere else. <laughs> By the time I get twenty thousand downloads an episode, this won't be a podcast anymore. <laughs> it will be a study in psychology when I go on a mass shooting spree. <laughs> so I'm gonna go somewhere else. So wait. Just wait, get your rhythm. It's always better to have a gig where you're getting paid already and you don't put pressure on No shit, on you fucking this. idiot. <laughs> I didn't live off my Rawlings deal, my New Balance deal, or anything else that I've gotten because I, I had income coming. End of the list. <laughs> you know, I was getting all these big deals from Rawlings and all that stuff, and I said, you know, I'm going to pivot. Yeah, it's time to do a podcast that gets 35 views because I know how to do a successful podcast. Russell was never really pressure. The on arrogance, this. the arrogance of anyone, like with that, isn't known for podcasting to do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, like people with clearly successful podcasts could technically make a video, and it's it, even then it still might be douchey. Right. But like, they obviously know what they're doing, so they can give tips. And I've even heard like you know Rogan over the years give advice, just on, naturally on his show. Makes sense. The idea of Coach HP. Like this, you know, you could say this channel is not a success and that's why I don't tell you how to do it. Right. Do whatever you want. <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want. What do I care? We actually spent a good chunk of this section saying, you know what? Don't even hit record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, from my personal experience, going to podcasts, doing them live has been amazing. Also, what's been good is personal relationship. People are talking about personal relationships. You got to have good personal relationship, guys, because that's what's going to help you get in the door, especially if you don't know anybody. And the best way to make personal relationships is to give. Find what you can give, whether it's oh. your time, your service. Uh, some people give money. Some people barter for equal exchange, but you got to give. Okay, so I think he's saying like, hey, if you want more advice. <laughs> I mean, throw me a little, little quiche, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ah, interesting. So what is he doing, like, when he meets Brendan Schaub and these people? I wonder what he's getting out of that. I know, I know what he thinks he's getting. Views? <laughs> yeah. Well, that ain't happening. So. <laughs> oh, man. Was that the end? That was the end. Oh, man. That's too oh yeah, that's the thing. Is it just ends abruptly? That's the crazy part. Well, the food came, so we had to get out of there. Yeah, uh, I have to get to my hot plate. I had seventeen, eighteen more more rules, but I got to go. <laughs> yeah, so we started with start the podcast. In the middle, he was like, "Do a podcast," <laughs> and then the final rule: have it be successful. <laughs> yeah, make sure. So I think we learned a lot. Make sure if you uh, start a podcast, you're already getting paid. <laughs> you know where you know you can implement these rules, Craig. Mm -hmm. I've heard there's a podcast starting tonight at nine o'clock. I did Have you too. Heard about this? Yeah, I got a couple guests here that are on the show. <laughs> okay. Hello. How's everyone? Hi, buddy. What a Hello. great show. Hello, Gearbox alum. <laughs> yes. Hey, Craig, say blind Mike. Hi. Hello, Alexa. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, well, welcome to the evening jerk. Yes, yes, here we jerk off to the blind Mike show. And the first 20 minutes, we will ask the question, where did Mike set down his razor? And will he ever find it again? Oh, look at that beard. Oh, what is going on there? That's right. I'll save him this week, don't worry. No, we've seen the butt, Jim. We know what you're hiding. <laughs> yes, yes. 
Yes, how are you doing, Craigers? I'm doing Way to shit all over a new moderator. Gosh, she's doing a great job in there, and you take every opportunity I to mean, shit on her. Good she's, job, Andrea. Her, her doing a great job is relative to whatever show you're on. <laughs> We're in a show promoting your show. Have you heard of this little guy named Stuttering John? No one watched his show until Uncle Rico came along. And who are these podcasts? What are, what are you talking about? We're making you stars, baby. <laughs> Okay, we're going to be the new stuttering John. Yes, quit yeah, sabotaging yeah, our announce? friends, Crankers. <laughs> yes, yes. You know what? I'm realizing uh, now Crankers. Hack Ride is loud as fuck. Yeah, he's, Shut up! He's particularly loud right now. I noticed that too. Okay. <laughs> Look at him. I can uh, see him. Are you, are you in the Spurg Discord too, Crankers? Are you <laughs> spurging out on me? Who? Uh, you are, you are, you're louder than usual. It usually Spurtopia. doesn't bother me. I am not loud. I turned down. Now you're fine. Right. Hey guys, comment. What do you think? Is he too loud? No, too yeah, yeah, let us on my loudness or quietness. Your ears are all fucked up from all the years of you listening to MP3s. I am, I am an analog man. I still do things analog. What you are hearing is real. Let, let us know no. what you think of Hack Ride in the comments below. Yeah, please. No, uh, Hack Ride. <laughs> Usually, you and I, you and I will tussle, but once we put down our weapons and speak reasonably, do you understand at all what we were saying about the promotion of this show tonight? <laughs> Well, yes, so we didn't really have a meeting beforehand on how we should do things, but I I thought she did a good job. I saw a lot of promotion there that really mattered to me. Things could be done more tastefully in the future, I suppose. What show are you on? Do you remember one year ago, almost to the day, you guys yelled at me for putting Hack right at the end of your clips? This is, we're doing it. Nothing's changed. I actually forgot about that. We didn't yell at you. We just thought it was hilarious how big it said your name. (laughs) In the corner, it said blindmike.net. Yeah. Everyone's like, great show, Hack right? I'm like, thank you. To Hackride's credit, when you call him out for that stuff, he understands and he corrects usually. So perhaps next week it'll yes, only I get be... caught and I move on. Yes. yes. Next week, maybe it'll only be 11,000 tweets about Gearbox. Yes, this is what you do. This is how you produce a show. Well, welcome to it. Have you seen your numbers, by the way? You're welcome. Uh, Thank you. Thank but you. hey, no problem. Hey, uh, by the way, a few things. Uh, Army Major, uh, we're going to have to put a, a pin in that until 2025. I don't know if you've I, I just, watched him lately, but he's he's on fire right now. Any, any mention of the other side, uh, he's not going to be our friend anymore, so we're not touching him until 2025. Okay. Okay. Then he'll be fun uh, to have on when Trump's president. Oh, my God, that will be fun. Actually, you, so you what, say that, and we're what, both just like, yes, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what can we expect from you two and your your big guest Carl tonight? <laughs> oh, tonight! Oh, we got some great topics. Uh, we got Stutcho. Oh, we got Coach HP. That's sort of all you did. I mean, you really left it. You didn't leave it on the field for us tonight. I mean, come on, Hack right. gave us nothing. Hackride, explain this. Explain this comment from this mod. I did not put her up to that. I what swear. What is it? Go ahead, read it, DJ Electra. It says DJ Electra yes. on Tuesdays. <laughs> That's crazy. It's a fact. She's just stating facts now. Not it's not promotion. It's just a fact of life. She is on Tuesdays and she does eat and breathe. Andrea, you're a goddamn superstar. I love you, Andrea. <laughs> Also, All right, we also got some questions for Carl. We got a game and we got a blast from the past. Oh, and if you don't think I'm not reaching out to everyone you know, Blind Mike, looking for info for the show, oh, you are so wrong. Now, does it worry you at all that Carl is going to be on this like review show and he does he's not familiar with my work? No, I'm going to show him how it's done. Oh, okay, good. Good. Yeah, introduce, uh, introduce him to me because I don't think he's too uh, familiar. See, 
You got 30,000 followers because you got a nice wood paneling and a pool table. Now learn how it's done. Sure. sure. We'll walk him through it. And also, I was was amazed that Craig did not, you guys didn't cover the David Lucas hubbub this week. Oh my God. Craig, how hard did you get when you saw that joke from David Lucas? I don't know if I know what you're talking about. Oh, the, uh, the, the George Floyd one. Yeah, so I could just imagine Craig at home with a giant erection in his head. <laughs> it was it was I black, it was man said what I've been saying. It was black on black crime, so I mean we won't have to talk about yes. it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, how big was the stain you left? Um, also, DJ Electro, you want to read this uh, mod also, comment, please? It's like a robot. <laughs> this also says also. From, from Andrea, the demon colon hack ride. That's right. Information. She is just giving information to people here for the first time. Yes. Andrea, uh, and, and, and hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Everyone, everyone, hold on. That was just apropos of nothing. She just wrote in the comments, the demon colon hack ride. Well, people yep. are like, who's hack ride? He's the demon. He's the one on the screen that's a demon. She I is doing a great job. They watch the show. I know you people don't believe that, but if they're here, clearly they're watching it. Hey, Andrea, what's, what's the website for the show? Do you know the website where you can find all our stuff? Right just put it in there ten times. You conveniently ignore those ones, Craig, for your story. How many of those did you, did you, did you, were you like, uh, we really need to make up for what you've done so far. Can you please type this? <laughs> uh, much like the healthy food on the menu, Craig no. has been skipping those. That was not yes. a no. That was not a no. <laughs> now, uh, one last question for you, Hackred. No, there's you more. I have so much more. Oh, oh good. Well, <laughs> uh, you, you made a wise crack earlier that we all, that really we spend most of our time talking about stuttering giant Coach HP. I, I know you guys aren't familiar with the show. <laughs> Often we'll spend the majority of time on like one, two, maybe three topics. Do you worry about that for the format of a recap show? Oh my God, no! Uh, okay. you, 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 you're both such content kings. Huh? You don't even understand what the show is gonna be. You think it's gonna be just a breakdown of your show? Well, just think that. Here's, no, please here's, just go into it thinking that. Here's my okay. guess: this show is about to hit the three-hour mark. I have a feeling Gearbox is gonna be longer. Oh no! Actually, 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 incorrect, Greg. Uh, it's, uh, no, it's gonna be under an hour, actually, or about an hour, because we okay. don't want people to go. Oh, I saw that. I don't need to see the show. We're right, actually right, a right. giant commercial for the show. That's what it is, and a commercial for you, Blind Mike, because people need to oh. study you. Uh, like right. they studied stuttering John, but stutters. Like, if you finally get someone nice that you like, hey, so we're gonna ask the question: Can you do an Uncle Rico on someone you like? Because we like you a lot. But it's a good format. So we're gonna I don't care for this this setup. <laughs> no, if you got any secrets on Blind Mike, Gmail <laughs> is open, baby. Um, Interesting. Uh, we'll D- turn it into a game. DJ DJ Lecture, you want to read this? Sure. Uh, if I could read that name, Ozymandias, Mike, you demand love the show. Two dollars okay. super You see that, Andrea? Yeah. Oh, no. no, see, Andrea's work made that happen. Yeah. See, Craig, that, that's not that work. Hack ride, true or false? Is she bitching what? about not being on the show right now in the chat? True or false? Who? Andrea. Is she, Andrea, she doesn't want to be on the show. Oh, One day he will have me on. Have you heard of Mr. House Sparks, the <laughs> indomitable entertainer House Sparks? She is a mod for this man. Am we I are JVT. No, no. Well, if you want, yes, yes. But only if you promote. Gearbox tonight at 9 p.m. <laughs> yes. Go go watch Gearbox. Also, look at you, Blind Mike, covering Ray DeVito. Oh, we've come so far in a year. You remember when you're like, who is this? Why are we covering this guy a year later? Oh, he's part of your life. You're welcome. Uh, I don't think I said, I know who Ray DeVito was. This is a lie. 
No, no. You, everyone go back to Diabolical and watch you like, just oh, had, this guy like? You just saw Ray DeVito's name and went to a blind rage. That was the difference between a year ago and now. <laughs> yeah, you wanted me to uh, attack him for a Kobe Bryant joke that I didn't care about. <laughs> and I was right. Have you not seen his behavior since? He's clearly a murderer. I, abducts women off of I-81 and right. murders them. This is, this is a fact. Everyone knows this. I don't know. It's, I don't, I don't, it's all I don't Discord. Know disavow. Disavow. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. All right. And by the way, this baseball to podcast pipeline is fucking incredible. Coach HP, Joseph Catalano, oh, just a murderer's row of podcast genius. Hey, oh, that, was a, that was a baseball joke. I don't like it. Right. Oh, but it was a good joke. You've exhausted me. Is there anything else? <laughs> yes, one more. I'll, I'll just do one more. I heard you mention a Civil War podcast. Oh, my yeah. God. Craig eyes lit up. I know which side Craigers is on. Hey, oh, the South are rising in. Oh, Craig. All right, I'll leave you on that one. It's a molester. I'm going to leave on that one. I'm gonna, I kicked Hack Ride. Right. DJ Electric can say. Okay. Yeah, DJ Don't you know I'm a moderator on this? Goddamn, I can bring myself back, moron. I, I've enjoyed DJ Electra very much uh, lately. Ever since I, I was scolded for not promoting Hack Ride enough. Hey, have we curbed that issue, Electra? Yes, you're welcome. Okay, good. <laughs> she said, yes, you're welcome, not thank you. You're welcome. Oh, oh, real quick. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me about the David Collins experience without giving too much? Oh. It was a frightening. <laughs> Why? What happened? Just the demon. What did you do to we- well, listen, we're trying. It's everyone's job to get him to break. That, that is the job, right? Like, that is what we are ordained now to do. And I think we did it. It was after the show, so you're not going to see it on camera. But he, he sort of lost Hold it. Hold on, Hackride, uh, so stop. DJ Electra, please read this from Mod Andrea. Go ahead. 9 p.m., Blind Mike is back tonight with Gearbox. That's right, he is. Oh, yes, he's going to be on TV no, tonight. It's, it's a fact. You will be on the air. You are going, your face will be on the air. 100% fact. Is this a real person or is this an AI mod? I think, I think it's also reaching back. What was the timestamp on that one, Greg? We've already corrected it. 101. She just did it again. Oh, oh good job, Andrea. I, I, good job. So you're growing in your role. Really is she your kid and no matter what she does it's fine hey, great. Hey, hey Andrew how do you feel about producing a show uh, so we can just run this ginger right on out of there oh god I'm blind right. well I gotta say I, I might have he's got a kindergarten to get to anyway <laughs> I'm in lockstep with Craig here for once <laughs> I like how you're writing yourself into the show before you cover this <laughs> All right, well, go check out. I don't know if you guys have heard, but Gearbox is on tonight at nine. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> don't shake your baby. Stop it. Just cracked. <laughs> that French fry carton just cracked at that. <laughs> and uh, what else? Oh, and look out for them on David Collins' show. Now, may I promote my show? If you guys would. I don't know. Hold on. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Guys, go to blindmike.net and uh, you can subscribe on all platforms for free. If you're watching right now on YouTube, subscribe, like, comment, all that uh, helps the algorithm. And if you want to support the show even more, become a member he's on gay. Patreon I mean, or YouTube. He's gay. Excuse me, he's blind. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't. He's not gay. He's blind. Stop it, people. He's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me, he's blind.
We're finally starting to promote this channel And he's like let me interrupt it real quick This was God This was God's doing not mine I can't stop it See you guys next week Bye And we have a meme transition Sappers clear the way Everyone all the way Now this is very interesting to, Now really ladies If you listen in And men and everybody in between. If I tell you you've got a homicide, buddy, you've got a homicide. I hope to hear from you soon. I am proud to own the Trumpy Bear, and I will always be proud to be an American. Until then, have yourself a great day, and as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh? What kind of statement is that? I wrote it. One of my favorite players to cover when he was here was Mike Vrabel. Tell me Mike Vrabel's story. Whatever, dude. I keep it cool at the gym. <laughs> Piss on him. All right. 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 Threatening to jump. How do we know that he wants help? Anyway, God bless America. <laughs>